right, we're back, and I should do it like you, Mac. I, you know, I've been practicing that. Uh, do it for me. <laughs> what? Do 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 what? Do uh, and welcome to show and, and uh, welcome to Cybercast. <laughs> and you're and welcome to Cybercast episode number zero nine two. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Welcome, 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 welcome to Cybercast. <laughs> Alrighty, yes, and so this episode is actually going to be Clay minus the rest of the Cybercast. So no Ty, Tosh, or Dick. They will be on the next episode, which is going to be recorded on the 20th of this month. But instead, we have Mac from, I almost said Shutter Gas, but it's Shutter Time. <laughs> no, it's Shutter Time, not Shutter Cast. All right. Even though Shuttercast is a pretty cool name without the E, but you know, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. And you were, I mean, Mac was on, on our last episode, which was an amazing episode. Yeah, it was a and, pretty cool episode. Uh, yeah, it was really cool having having you on. And actually, we have Dominic, which uh, I, I was on a podcast of Shutter Time with you. Yes. Which was um, episode 185. Am I right? I think so. I can't remember okay. the episode. Film because I can't remember what happened last week. All, all I all I remember is Pulitzer and depression, and <laughs> thoughts of death and destruction. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 episode was a was our, our film episode when you, film you know, episode, Dominic yes. and you guys were 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 on and we're geeking out on 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 film on film. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. We uh we also have Antonio from the Switch to Manual podcast. Hey. Thanks for having. Me. So, guys, welcome aboard, and uh, we're actually going to discuss something that uh, I know that we're a technology podcast, and I will say to you, do not turn away. We're going to talk about photography, but this is also for you non-photographers because your your point-and-shoot phone or you know your smartphone is not going to be it's not going to have amazing pictures that you're going to look back on you know twenty years from now, and you're going to wish that you captured some of these moments on on one of these two systems that we're going to describe right now. And uh, the two systems are a DSLR, which is a digital single lens reflex, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the mirrorless systems, which are either called EVIL, which is what <laughs> electronic <laughs> view finder interchangeable lens systems, or, system. you know, uh, <laughs> ILC. Uh, what other names do they come up with for these? Uh, compact system, uh, system, right? Compact system, yeah. yeah. Point and shoot. Yeah. Point and shoot. Yeah. 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 yeah because uh, basically the, the X X series of cameras, which are made by Fuji, uh, has has uh, a point and shoot basically, which is not an interchangeable system, but it is mirrorless. Like all point and right. shoots actually used to be, bef- bef- you know, at the beginning of time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my yeah. first my first digital camera was a mirrorless camera. <laughs> Which still, camera was that? Do it's you remember? A cat, hang on. I, it's, I got it over here. He still has it. You yeah, yeah I'll roll to, over here. Yeah, your last episode, you were talking about the cameras that you still have, right? Oh, ah. Pretty interesting. I happen to have it in front of me or in a box. It's the Casio QV10A. Mm. And it's a. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I paid like $900 for this thing. They used to make oh, a lot nice. of cameras, Casio, back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they yeah. Were the, this was, I think, one of the first uh, consumer digital cameras. And it uses uh, AA batteries. It doesn't have a memory card. And it's mirrorless, meaning it's just a camera with a sensor. 
Yeah, uses right. four AA batteries. In fact, and it still works. Hang on. I'm going to get batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Selfie time. <laughs> do you, do you uh, still have your first uh, digital camera, Mac? Uh, no, I think my first digital camera, which I actually won on a contest, oh. was a long time ago. It was a uh, Toshiba. Uh, I believe it was an M10 or M15 or something like this. Yeah. That's that cool. was my first. And, and you won uh, it. I took uh, quite a lot of photos with it. Nice. But... Uh, yeah, that's. I don't know what happened to it actually. To tell you the truth, your mom Either threw it out. Sold or? Isn't <laughs> 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 what happens to all of our stuff? Our, our moms threw it out. Yeah, yeah. No, or, I, was, or, or I, I was. I was a little older. That was. That was the. Uh, the camera was bought because my son was born. So that was the. That was the reason I, I mm. entered the contest and I mm-hmm. won the camera. Didn't buy it. I nice. was going to buy something like this, but I actually got lucky and won it. Yeah. So. Nice. What about you, Dominic? Do you remember your first, or do you still have your first uh, digital camera? Uh, I don't still have it, but it was an Olympus, and I think it was mm. like I don't know, 1.3 megapixels. I it was one of the C, C series, I yeah, imagine, like probably. Yeah, Cam- Media, I think yeah. it was, or something like that, where you slide yeah, the... I used uh, to lust after those. Yeah, you know, I liked it. It had yeah. the... Uh, what was that? The old memory cards that when they, they were yeah big. the XD XD cards right? It was the XD. Well, it was I even think. before that. It had the uh, was it Smart Media? What, what was the what were the memory yeah, cards? Well, I think because yeah. yeah, I think it was XD, not SD, could, but XD. No, yeah, I know it could have been XD. Yeah, it was proprietary yeah, for Olympus. Back yeah, which then. was really annoying. Yeah, Same thing right. with with Sony and that memory stick. Yeah, you remember yeah, memory sticks? Yep. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> Funny, I just have my sister gave me a box of those. I'm I'm gonna shake them right now. <laughs> she said, "Could you get the pictures off of these?" I'm like, "Uh oh, yikes!" So okay. I just stuck batteries into this Casio, and it and it still works. And uh, oh. there's two pictures of my uh, my deceased cat on it. So it's a little sad to see. Oh. Um, but I put it in record mode, and it's like two frames a second on this LCD screen in the back. But damn it, it still works. But it works. It does, and I can nice. flip it around and take a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get the pictures off of this thing. I have no idea. You got to post that picture. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't, how do I get it? I don't know what kind of... Uh, just take a picture with your smartphone off the back of the screen. There, there you go. go. There you go. That's <laughs> good to see what the camera looks oh, like. God. Too, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Video out, digital out. I wonder if I saw that cable. I don't know. Yeah, I'll take it. Here we go. Whoa. Oh, and it says wait. It says wait. I take a picture. It says wait. <laughs> oh my my camera has an attitude. You have to tell the people that you're taking the picture. Just wait. Yeah, Keep just waiting. Wait, wait, wait. We'll get to the yeah. next one soon. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, it still works. But yeah, it's a nice. essentially a mirrorless camera. It's developing it's... inside. Nice, nice. All right, no, so, so what inspired this this episode? Basically, basically, this is should you buy a DSLR or a Miller's in, to, in 2018, right? And this was actually inspired by Lori. Uh, on Twitter, have teacup, half teacup is her her uh, her uh, Twitter. And or a silent producer for short time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she had asked a question to I guess the Fuji group of people. You know what they thought of the one? What was it? The Fuji XT twenty or something? Or yeah, XT twenty. XT twenty, right? And and so um, I you know she she's using a so a, a Canon seven D Mark II that she won I, in a, in a comp- in a contest or something and uh, I just thought you know actually that's a you know that's a good question to ask right like uh, is this camera a mirrorless camera is this a good camera but really broadly let's ask is the DSLR or the mirrorless camera a good camera which one of these two because most people the majority of people 
the number one camera, of course, out there is some iPhone something, right, guys? I mean, well, oh, yeah. you know what? You, you know, the, the typical answer for any photography question is it depends. It depends, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Right? It depends. It all Very depends true. on if you're shooting, If what are you planning to do with the camera, essentially? So, right. I mean, mirrorless, they're just uh, cameras like any other camera. They, they, they have sensors that, that are either crop sized or full frame, like the, the new Sony's. Or even smaller. Or even smaller, micro right? Like the Micro Four Thirds, exactly. Or even smaller than that, the yeah. Nikon One system. That's right. Or exactly. even smaller yeah. than that, the Pentax Q system. Oh my gosh, that little <laughs> camera! <laughs> so, so essentially, it it's it it all depends on what you want to use it. I mean, they're they're all good cameras. Yes. I think I think the biggest thing is what lenses are you looking for and what lens. Right. What are you going to shoot? Selection yeah. you have in a in a particular system. Well, I, w- I would actually I would actually say that with mirrorless, you actually don't even worry about lenses if you just look at you know the old legacy lenses like the FD lenses or any of those old you know they had. Um, if you do a crop a crop camera, a crop sensor camera like a a some a six thousand or uh, XT two, you can just go right. get a seventeen millimeter old lens from. The Canon FD line. Yeah, if you want to shoot manual, you know, fo- focus yeah. manually. Yeah, exactly. True. If you don't have, you know, you, you lose out of focus at that time. At yeah, that but you point. have focus speaking, which is something that you don't have with DSLRs. Uh, well, true enough. You could do it, but yeah. Hmm. You know, but the thing is, depending on which camera, like the, the, the initial Fujis, yeah, you could put manual lenses or the old lenses on there mm-hmm. because there was adapters galore for every mm-hmm. single system out there right so it makes makes the makes the makes the camera very versatile and same with for, for the sony and the x system mm-hmm. the 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 problem was fuji's focus peaking or yeah. visual aids for focusing were absolute crap <laughs> in the beginning yeah <laughs> and they're still really? not it's that still great not, yeah it's still not they're that still great. not that great they're okay but they're not Great, really? like Sony. Great. Well, Sony, Sony has you know what, figured yeah, out. But the thing mm-hmm. about where this comes from, focus, focus peaking, really comes from the video world. Exactly. Yes. And because uh, yeah. I use it in my job when I'm using my video cameras, and uh, you know, who is doing you know mostly video these days, or who does it really well? Who's been doing it for a very long time? It's uh, mm. Sony. Sony. So they've they've Sony, had yeah, that right. they had that down. Now Fuji, Fuji does do video, but they actually they actually. Prefer, I think their 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 good video is their lenses because there's a lot of Fujinon lenses in mm-hmm. the video world. But I don't know about the <clears throat> the bodies. So I would give Fuji some time mm-hmm. uh, before they can you know really get the, the focus peaking. But focus peaking. I mean, do we need to explain this to people? Or yeah, do we do we know? Does that, everybody know what we're talking about? That's a good idea. About? You, know, you want to explain this to them? Yeah. Well, focus peaking. There's different ways of focusing these digital cameras, these mirrorless cameras, and that's different than a regular DSLR where you would use an optical viewfinder where you can use autofocus or you actually focus with your eyes or or something. There's no real um, visual uh, aids for you to uh, to focus with because you're using uh, an optical viewfinder. But with a mirrorless camera, you're using most likely an electronic viewfinder and you know sometimes it's very hard to just focus the image and look to see that it's in focus so they have these things to help you focus and one of this called focus peaking and it actually looks for contrasty edges and then it highlights them in a different color depending on what you're focusing on so um which means it 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 highlights like in in red or yellow or blue i think i'm thinking the ones i got in my fuji i don't know if there's any other colors 
um, I don't know what white. Sony uses. Yeah, I think it's white. White, as white, as white. Well. yeah, yeah, they and do white, yeah. yeah, it just aids you in in manually focusing the camera. So when you see an edge that you want to focus on, and you see the color pop out, then you know it's in focus. And actually, when I'm shooting video on my job, um, it actually helps me to focus when I don't have my glasses on no. because mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. really need to see the sharpness of the image. I just can see the contrasty, bright, you know, colored line uh, showing me that something's in focus. So I don't, my, my prescription on my glasses is not very strong. But mm-hmm. um, if I'm using an optical viewfinder or something like that, I usually need to have my glasses on when I'm shooting with a DSLR. But when I'm using focus peaking, I don't necessarily have to have my glasses on. So it's, it, I, I, I found that out as sort of a fringe benefit of focus peaking. I was like, oh, well, mm-hmm. my job, I like, yeah, don't really nice. need my, my glasses on. So, um, yeah, so that's what it does. Anyway, and, and, and Sony's been doing video for a long time, so they've got that focus peaking yeah, they, system they, down i and, think they're doing it right right now that's for sure yeah fuji uh, is a very hard one i don't know about the other cameras when they're focus peaking but fuji is a is a little bit difficult because i have a lot of manual I, lenses that i've got I've, connected to it yeah I've, i found with the fuji i like to use the magnification you know yes instead yeah. of focus peaking right you know you press the button bring it up and then you can get closer and closer and find focus and that seems to work better for me anyway on fuji can you, you know? can you do both on the fuji you system where you have okay. at the same time you mean yeah. 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 You, you can, can on focus Sony. peaking and uh, magnification because magnification is yeah, not related to. It. Yeah. You just can't right. have the magnification on when you're doing autofocus. Right. But when you have on manual focus, yeah, you can do anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, which, uh, so all of you guys are Fuji shooters, right? Yes. To a certain degree. Yeah. Yeah. I was, to I, certain was degree. I was deep into it for a while. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. were very deep into it, and yeah. then it's like, nah. No, it, it it really wasn't anything wrong with Fuji. It was just, my, you know, what I was shooting at the time. I was a little frustrated with what I had, but yeah, it was something yeah. wrong with Fuji. You wouldn't focus. Well, yeah. Which, well, exactly. which camera is this? It also could have been me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which camera was this, by the way? Uh, the XT two. Oh, you know. So you got rid of that then? I got yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to, but I found someone who actually traded me. Uh, all Canon L lenses for all my Fuji lenses. So it was uh-huh. just kind of like worked out at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you know, I was shooting a lot of wildlife and I had the, the 100 to 400 lens with that body. I just was just not, it wasn't focusing, auto-focusing, like flying birds fast. It's just, it wasn't, it's not made for that. Like, you know, and Antonio was saying that Fuji is getting better with the focus speaking. And I think they really, the focus is a lot better now than the earlier cameras, but mm-hmm. stuff like that, where you're tracking fast moving subjects, I still think the DSLR is better, you know, with the phase mm-hmm. detect motor, uh, you know, the AF system that they have with the, you know, because they have the mirror, which reflects right. the light to that AF system. So anyway, so how would that's you, just my opinion. How, I think. Well, how would you, th- how do you think it would have compared if you were to be using something like a Sony A9, which has, has a faster, uh, you know, autofocusing system, which is also then pushed down to the A7 Mark three or art Mark A seven three. Yeah, no, I love. Yeah. I, I never uh, used that camera. I would love to give it a shot, but uh, I mean, they're they're getting better all the time. So uh, Sony, they put a camera mm-hmm. out like every six months. It seems, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that that was the frustrating about Sony. Actually, when I first bought into Sony, it was that basically they worried too much about putting cameras out rather than lenses, right? Um, but because I was using legacy, legacy lenses, I, I wasn't one of the people who complained too much. You know, I, right, I, I right. started with the NEX6 uh, when that first came out, and then I moved up to the A, you know, 7 line. Right. 
but yeah, I uh, I I am I, I'm still shooting the uh, original A7 because actually it does a good job. Yeah, I had the A7. I like that camera. You you still have it or you had? No, it? No, I had it. That was my. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah I still I'm, I'm crazy. <clears throat> you still have the A7? Oh, I still have. Oh no, I don't have the A7. I have the next seven. Oh, the NEX seven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The next seven was actually uh, yeah. that's the one I wanted to get, but I got the uh, the six instead. Um, that was a great that that was a a great way for Sony to kickstart this this uh, mirrorless you know line revolution yeah yeah they started yeah. i mean i, I know but it's, it's still i think the thing is i think the, the 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 issue becomes down to is that the dslrs are still faster in focus so if you're looking for something that you require fast focus uh go to the way of dslr that's my it doesn't matter how how good the new sony's are how, how good the new uh fuji's are mm-hmm. or the um uh micro four thirds are they still don't don't touch the uh, the autofocus of the DSLR. Yeah, and you're probably talking yeah. about like sports photography. Yes. Oh yeah, uh, sports, wildlife, birds and, and, and you, you know, know, you know photojournalism. You know, like they'll come out with these cameras and they have really like what 14 frames a second, uh, 350 uh, focus points, right? And they <laughs> or whatever or more now. I don't know how many the Sony's have, but you see those dots moving all around and it's really fast. And you say, wow, this camera is the fastest. And they'll say it, it's the fastest photos fo- focusing system. And it mm-hmm. might be fast, but does it, you know, does it actually lock the focus and does it track it? And do you acquire true focus? That's, that's the problem, you know, that I was having, mm-hmm. you know, so you think you're locking on focus and sometimes you're not and the, the lens is hunting and it's, it's frustrating if you, you But know, the gap you, is, is closing, you know? Yes, only, definitely. I think we're in this sort of, I don't want to say second generation or uh, mirrorless, ver, you know, V2 or something like that. Because those Nikon, the Nikon 1 system, is that the one? Yeah, You're the talking one. about the I 1 and the Canon, the G series, which I actually had a Canon G9. Actually, a while mm-hmm. back, you found that there was a lot of uh, uh, Nikon guys. Anyone who had a Nikon DSLR always had a Canon point-and-shoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Nikon series. The Canon yeah. line was amazing. The yeah. G so, series was amazing. Yeah. But I think that, that would be like, you know, the first kind of real serious mirrorless cameras. And now we've got, you know... Right. Mirrorless have now jumped up into the professional, you know, I would definitely say the professional category. So let's say it's mirrorless V2, you know, version 2.0. And I think, you know, that gap um, between the, the mirrorless, uh, you know, um, speed and, and uh, performance is getting very close to DSLR. So that's just a matter of time, just like anything, mm-hmm. you know, at some point mm-hmm. it's going to, oh, yeah. um, they'll be equal and whatnot. And, you know, this, the, the recent news that Canon and Nikon are going to be getting into the mirrorless business. First of all, I had to, oh, you know, yawn <laughs> yeah, when I heard that <laughs> because, you know, it's like, you know, you guys have been waiting and waiting and waiting. And by the time something from either company is going to come out, I mean, I'm sure it'll probably be good. And I'm sure Canon's will be very, very good. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know who's going to care. Frankly, um, well, me and you were going back and forth you know, for, uh, about this on Twitter. Uh, right, right, yeah. I mean, and and I, I honestly think that I because because to me, Nikon is one of these companies that knows how to do st- these systems well, and I honestly think that they will, they will do it well. I I hope they don't wait till twenty twenty, but I, I I you know I yeah. think that they can do it well. I think they'll eventually do it well. Um, but I don't think I don't think their their first generation. Let's say it's their first generation. Because I'm I'm really not going to count the Nikon One series uh, that much. It's an amazing system, by the way. I still use it. it <laughs> I heard amazing learning. system. They can't That's market their heard, way yeah. out of a paper bag, yeah. you know. And, and you're right. You're Nikon right. is yeah. Nikon is with all due respect to Nikon because I'm a Nikon guy, but I think Nikon is run by engineers. 
uh, Canon is run by, um, I think, uh, artists, Business. you know, uh, yeah, but, uh, I think, uh, you know, I think Nikon and Canon, I think this is going to be the direction they're going to be going anyway. You know, I think mirrorless is, um, you know, the less moving parts in the camera, the, the better it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I, would, I don't know if their, their profit margins are going to be on these cameras, but I have to imagine that it's going to be a lot easier to deal with uh, mirrorless cameras in the future just in terms of, you know, maybe even manufacturing and whatnot. Uh, and I think the future is mirrorless. I mean, you, you oh, were yeah. asking Clay about what, like, you know, what we're going to talk about tonight. And it was like, do we think it's going to be mirrorless? And I do think it's going to be mirrorless. I think it's just that's the way we, you know, that's the way digital started. And I think that's the way it's going to not end. I think it's going to end up that way. And, and uh, you know, people are going to, uh, you know, there might be still DSLRs. I mean, I think that, but I think they'll be on the fringe more. Um, uh, you know, I have a question for you guys. So I know Antonio, you're you're by the city there. So when you guys go to stores, camera stores, do you go to the big stores? Like uh, I, I was thinking about this as like most people that I talk to don't even know what mirrorless cameras are. You know, mm-hmm. so if any of people right, they just go and buy. They want to buy a camera, right? Yeah, they want to buy a camera, and they'll ask what, what camera. And then you, if I if I tell them to go to a store, they're going to go to they're not they're going to go to an electronic store. Or they're going to mm-hmm. go to the wholesale stores, you know. I don't know if I mention names, but I'm yeah, not like going to Best Buy or Best Buy Costco or, yeah, or something. You know, Costco. Yeah. So and what do they have in Costco? They have Nikon and Canons, except for maybe a couple of little point and shoots, you know. Right. And that's right. all they have. They don't have any of these mirrorless cameras. I mean, you know, only Best Buy has a Sony. In my area here, I'm out on Long Island, New York, so I'm not in the city by the big stores. So everybody that shops around here, they don't know anything <laughs> except Canon and Nikon. So mm-hmm. if Canon and Nikon come out with mirrorless cameras, really good ones, they're going to know about them. You know what I mean? They're not going to know about Panasonic and Olympus and, and uh, Sony and Fuji. There's no Fuji cameras in any of the stores around here. Not by you know, me, so, that's for sure. No, so, I, I mean, think you're right. Like, I think you're right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like, you know, people like us that or pros that know about all this stuff. And that's where you'll see that the changes. But I don't know if, if the market, you know, is going to really change for a while. You know, until people start knowing about these cameras. You know, well, yeah, like you said, people are going to, like, they don't know mirrorless and they don't really care, right? They're going right. to see uh, a camera and a lens for, you know, $999 in a bag, yeah, right? Yeah. And they're going to like, okay. And they put right. their card in and they take pictures. I mean, it doesn't, it's not going to matter to them at all. Uh, I right. I just what I question is whether or not Nikon or Canon can do it right. I mean, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. maybe they uh, sure right. They're in business and stuff like well, that. I think they but, can, but will they do it? You know, on the first bring the the first real. I mean, because they've both been in the mirrorless market for a while. But you know, like you said, you're yawning. You know, when are you going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I had one of the EOS M cameras. You know, and I was like, really? This is what you. I mean, it, yeah. was, it wasn't bad. I mean, it t- you, you can take good images with any of well, these cameras, it, but yeah. You know, and I mean, how do, how are they going to distinguish themselves? I mean, I'm going to put myself yeah. on the line again. I'm a Fuji guy. I've, I'm a Nikon guy who's moved to Fuji, and um, you know, my next the next uh, body that I buy for uh, you know uh, shooting would most likely be you know a, a Fuji body. I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. even though I, I'm really jonesing for. I would love to have a Nikon D850. Oh yeah, you know nice. if I had unlimited funds, but I wouldn't. I would love it for other reasons, like I would like to do the video with it, and it's a you know big file and whatnot. But I think the cameras that I love are my Fuji cameras, and I got them specifically because they've distinguished themselves. You know, yeah. I'm not sure about. Mm-hmm. 
the other companies like Ryko or I know Olympus has really distinguished themselves by making a retro looking camera and that's really appealed to a lot of people. And so is Fuji. Right. I mean, part of the Fuji appeal was certainly the way it looked in some way. I mean, I have to admit, you know, yeah. but they distinguished themselves with making pictures that were something that a lot of people who switched over to Fuji resonate with. Like there's something about it. So if Nikon or Canon are just going to come out with mirrorless yeah. versions of what they already have, then, you know, I'll continue yawning. But how are they going to distinguish themselves <laughs> from these other companies, even like the Sonys of the world? You know, I mean, what are they going to do? I mean. I don't know what the answer is, and maybe I'm looking forward to it, but they'd have to do a lot of real, you know, really crazy things for me to switch back to a Nikon or even switch to a Canon uh, from, from mm -hmm. my Fuji right. system. So, well, and, and the other thing is, though, those two, those two companies have going for them is that they're, uh, well, they're well known, uh, for one thing, and right. the other thing is they have a wealth of lenses mm -hmm. that are available for, 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 for these cameras. Uh, even the 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 Canon, what is it, the M M line? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You can adapt. You can easily adapt the existing Canon lenses. Oh yeah. yeah. To that camera with their own adapter and still get yeah. the full mm -hmm. full range of autofocus, full range of everything out, out, out of these lenses. So as as long as both of them keep that in mind that you know don't come up with new lenses because that yeah. M you M line the, the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is the the, the M line. Uh, how many lenses? How many M class lenses that they have for that camera? Like I think native. they only have like eight or ten. I don't know. They really? have a lot. Oh. I, th I, I think they have less. Like I think they have less than that. They I thought they had less. like three was, or four. I was being a little generous. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I came out with that macro one recently, but uh, you know. Well, I was gonna say your your the the lens issue is an important thing. I mean. Uh, the the Nikon one series, right? They whole, totally different set of lenses, right? So mm -hmm. if you wanted to have that, but system, it does have an amazing adapter, the, right? The, but the I think like it, amazing. yeah, but the people who aren't going to Costco or something like that, they're, they're not going to want adapters, and some people might have old lenses and stuff like that, and you know, eliminating an adapter is uh, you know a, a, a useful thing, and if Nikon and Canon can keep the same mount and let you use the same camera and have some sort of, I mean, the, the same lenses, because every time I tell my students, like I, when I teach a photography class, and I say, look, you know, if you got a certain amount of money, spend as little as money on the on the body and spend more money on yeah. the lens, because yeah. the lens is something that as you get serious in in the future, you're going to keep that. I've, I've got lenses that are over thirty years old and. Uh, mm -hmm. And they still work great on the digital yeah. cameras. They're not perfect, but they still work. And and yeah. uh, in fact, I've got them, <laughs> I've got them adapted to my Fuji camera. <laughs> yeah, and they all have different but character, I, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, if if either of these guys, Nikon or Canon, can keep the keep you uh, attached to the same lenses, and that way you could keep your DSLR cameras, and you can have a mirrorless camera. You don't have to have redundancy. That, that see, that would be the smart thing to do. Yeah, right? yeah. But the thing about it is that so far now we already know the the Canon system has a different mode. You can you can use an adapter. I'm pretty sure whatever else they come up with is going to just use the M mount. It's not going to use the EOS mount, or EF or EFS mount. Even if yeah. full frame, you're saying? Yeah, I, because the thing about it is that I, the the mount is is good enough to be able to use it with a full frame yeah. mount right now, with a full frame sensor right now. Hmm. So it's big enough. Yeah. I, I can't see these guys, I can't see Canon coming out with full frame mirrorless cameras though. Necessarily. Yeah, I just, can't. just. No, I can't. I, I think, I, uh, even though Sony's got a few, I think the trend is to keep the sensors small because smaller sensors are doing a right. good job. And you have the issue about the lenses. And plus, you, the whole thing about mirrorless is you want to keep the body. You know, the other plus about mirrorless cameras, which we haven't really gone into, is the size. And, right. Yeah. You know, uh, as 
I'm really ha- happy about that. I love having smaller cameras in some respect for some certain things. Right. Certain but what about the latest Fuji? That that, that thing is that's, actually that's what I was. It's still smaller. I, I held that camera in my hand. The the what the uh, X H one X H one or something. That's small. Yeah. It's a small camera. It's still what? small. It's it's about it's about the size of my Nikon D seven thousand. So, but which is actually a big camera compared yeah. to all of the other mirrorless. Yeah, cameras, but it's still so. a small camera. You compare that to the Nikon D eighty. The Nikon D eighty yeah, is true. about the size of Frankenstein's shoe. Yeah, but I mean, it's <laughs> huge, you know. But uh, you know, yeah. Here's I just think the thing, that the, the smaller is going to be yeah. the the way to go. Well, smaller yeah. is nice. Also, but, it keeps the price down. The sensor is oh, still yeah. the, yeah, the, the mirror. You don't need a mirror box and pentaprism and all of that. Yeah. But but here's the thing: when you when now you you take that small body and you put a big lens on it. Like, you know, when the Fuji has what, the 50 to 140 and the 100 to 400, you need a battery grip on that body to, for, for those lenses. You really do. Even the 16 to 55 Fuji on the X-T2, you want the battery grip. You're just saying to, to counterbalance it, right? To counterbalance, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's those are big lenses and they're heavy. So at that point, for me, you know, from using the X-T1 and the X-T2, and I love all these cameras, and I hope people don't write in saying, that guy's crazy. He doesn't know what he's talking <laughs> about. Great system, Fuji. I love it. And, you know, but when, when you have those big lenses mounted on those bodies with the battery grip, you might as well be shooting a DSLR, you know, for, for the, for it, when you're talking about the size and weight part of it. It's not that mm-hmm. much bigger, a DSLR. That's really true. But, it, but again, they're, you know, what markets are we talking about? Like, if they're going to come out with mirrorless cameras, are they going for the pro markets? Or are they going for the people who are going to be buying a Costco and just buying stuff? Well, and I think well, if that's the it, case, then it's going to be smaller. Well, they already have that then. Yeah, well, they, already, they have the smaller is better, and it's going to cost. I mean, it's good. I mean, I'm not saying they won't come out with full frames, but I think the gist of it would be. Uh, I mean, APS-C size sensors. What? Which what, what's what's a shame is like most people don't know about the Olympus and Panasonic cameras. You know, like yeah, the, yeah. The, people, the people that go to Costco and Best Buy and stuff, because those cameras with the micro four thirds. Now those are small, light. The lenses are small. That's a nice little system if you're not concerned about the small sensor size, like most people wouldn't be. You know, right, that right, would use right. those cameras, and th- those cameras are great. They're tiny. They got so many, so many features. You know, so yeah, and they're fairly inexpensive compared, yeah. even compared to the to the Sony's. Or I, I I'm not even going to touch the Sony's price. Right, no, because no. they they just went off the off the off the off the wall completely. <laughs> which which one? Which system actually? The, the uh, A7. The whole or full the, frame. The the, the, the uh, full frame, frame Sony's the A7Rs and, A7Rs and <laughs> all their lenses. I mean that just. I think I mean the A7 baseline is an amazing price for what you get. The the new one, A7 III for two grand. Yeah, the A7 III. Right? Yeah. yeah, I tell you what, that's that's a nice camera. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah, but, I, you, you, but mm-hmm. look at the lenses, the 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 no, the whatever, G Master G4s. lenses. Yeah, they're all twenty two hundred. Yeah, the G Force lenses yeah. are the 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 two hundred seventy two hundred. It's like almost four thousand bucks here. True, true. Yeah. But the A seven three is is <laughs> is still it's a two thousand dollar camera. Two thousand dollar camera, yeah. Uh, true, but the thing is that the, it, look at the Canon uh, six Mark, 6 uh, the D Canon six D Mark two. That's what like seventeen eighteen hundred dollars. Right. Mm. I mean, it's not that you know, two hundred dollars more, and you have a very capable mirrorless camera with eye, you know, eye focus, which yeah, is which kind is of phenomenal great. if you're doing uh, portraits. Yeah. No. 
Yeah, well, the thing is, brighter, to me, you know? to me, when you're doing a portrait, yeah. uh, unless you're 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 handheld and you're shooting on the street, that to me that that focus on the eye thing, that's just gimmick. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I I'm sorry, that's a that. gimmick because if you're doing a portrait, you're doing mm. a portrait in the but, studio. The person is sitting in front of you. You point the camera, usually on the tripod, right? You point mm. the camera. You bloody make sure that that thing is on the focus on the eye. It's not the the model is not moving. You're not moving. It's a static environment. But now mm. you've taken so, it out of the photographer's control. Now the ca the camera is doing it for you. Right, right. So yeah, it is a gimmick, and I agree, Mac. That but that's what's going to be selling these cameras. Are these well, gimmicks? Of course, that it's going to be selling it. these cameras because when your when your kid is running around, you want to catch them. You know, you want to focus on their on their face properly and hopefully on their eye. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, but but that's a different situation. So but, a portrait photographer would probably couldn't care less i don't know uh, i'm not a portrait photographer but uh, as a portrait photographer I, I couldn't care less if it was focusing on the eye or on the pimple of your nose i don't care <laughs> but really I bet you want I'm, a, I'm a portrait photographer i'm gonna focus it the way i want it to focus but I, I bet you want that new speed light that canon's coming out with that <laughs> that automatically turns and it flips around <laughs> did you see that thing that <laughs> oh that's great. funny uh, how it long before that thing starts to break down, though? Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, wow. anything, <laughs> stuff that's spinning around. I mean, I think it's great for. I think that something like that's great for, you know, people who want to get into flash photography. And just like I think right. the gimmick of, right. uh, you know, eye focusing is probably gonna be really good right. for people who are just getting into getting these cameras because. I mean, the right. whole idea of okay. this stuff is to make things simpler for people to take great shots with. And, you know, one of the frustrating mm -hmm. things, when you, especially when you see people buying cameras for the first time, uh, mm -hmm. you know, is like they get it and like, why aren't my pictures coming out as good as yours? Yeah. You know, because they are focused on the nose and not the eyes and stuff like that. And so I think all that stuff really is, is going to be helpful for people. And I think uh, the, the future in terms of like adding features like that is in the mirrorless department and less in the in the uh, in the DSLR department. So they're going to go for bottom line. Like bottom line is like where are they going to sell the most cameras and they're going to sell it to the people, right? And you and me, mm -hmm. you know, we're the professionals, so we'll get the you know, the full frame and the top of line without the gimmicks and stuff like that. But I think the 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 masses yeah, where they're going to yeah. make the money, they want to mm -hmm. go for that. And you know, if all this stuff helps them, helps people take better pictures and enjoy photography, you know, hey. <laughs> I'm uh, all for it. There's that. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Well, yeah. And the thing is, um, the, 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 the professionals don't change the cameras very often. Right, right. Mm. Right? How many, How often do you change your camera? <laughs> well, unless Three they're years, YouTubers. Four years? I have a problem, so. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you have a problem. You, yes, that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, no, because, because we, we, we invest so much in glass, right? And so yeah. uh, it's, it's hard to. You really have to, like for me, it would be really hard for me to switch systems. I mean, I was really happy to find adapters to put my Nikon lenses on my Fuji bodies yeah. and actually I'm pretty happy with it even though they're not they're not autofocus at least not yet until I get the the Fuji uh, um, the metal bones uh, the no metal the, bones the one that just came out why am I saying the, the XH1 that has the internal stabilization oh, oh. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, focusing right, yeah. but right. it's at least stabilizing the camera that's right. that's a step yeah. in the right direction but uh, yeah you professionals you know we, we invest a lot in the glass and you know uh, you, you probably want to keep into the system because it really is a pain in the butt to, yeah. to sell everything. I mean, Dominic, you must know. I mean, well, you actually found someone who's traded, yeah. but but uh, yeah. Well, that just yeah that that worked out that one. But yeah. I, yeah, I bought and sold and bought and so I mean, listen, I I don't have money, the money to just buy keep buying cameras. So I you know I sell cameras and I just like to try different things. 
you know, but I mm. stick with what I've, I've been shooting Canon for since the first rebel. So I've always mm. held on to a body, you know, and, and some of the good lenses and sold and got them back. And I've had three seventy Mark twos. <laughs> That's wow. crazy, right? I'm on my third <laughs> one right now. So I mean, yeah. You know, uh, but I'll tell you, those the new Sony looks really good. Yeah, I'm tempted. Oh, I mean, the, the new Fuji. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be shooting with the Sony next. You think so? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Add some Stop of your it. film cameras to the mix, and you'll be switching over from Canons to Sony. <laughs> oh no. So yeah, so basically discussing, uh, going back to Canon and Nikon, uh, going or trying to enter this market. Uh, you know, they're, 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 um, you, you guys remember the Epson RD one? Mm, yes, I always wanted one. I really wanted one. I, I still want one. I still want one. I, I so badly want one. And, you know, Cosina is the one who made the body for them. Uh, Voigt, used the Voigtlander Bessa body, I guess. And uh, they didn't make it. Uh, mm. Look at Samsung. They probably had the smartest mirrorless camera out because it was Android based. They didn't mm-hmm. make it. Um, but again, those two companies are companies that most people don't know. And Canon and Nikon are companies that everyone knows. So I, I think their name alone, if they do this like before 2020 comes around, I think they will be able to do this. First movers aren't always the ones who hold the whole market, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, look at Apple took, took over the whole high-end smartphone market. Right, well, just like right? Apple, they like Canon and Nikon, you could also argue that um, you know, Apple waits and watches what everybody yeah. else does and see what works or what doesn't work and then say, okay, and then we'll come out with our version, you know, and so right. hopefully Canon and Nikon are doing the same thing. I, you know, I wish both of those companies really well. I don't mean to put anybody down. I, right. I, I all I know is that when they come out with cameras, I mean, they'll, they'll do what they do well, whatever it will be. And that will just make the market so much more fun because everybody else is going to be going like, oh, well, they're doing this. We need to do this. And then so some of us Fuji guys, yeah. we like, oh, we get, you know, Fuji's looking at Nikon and Canon saying, oh, they're doing this kind of fun stuff with their mirrorless cameras. Let's try it on ours, you know. So there'll be just a lot more competition. Uh, and I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I, I'm I'm curious what they're going to do. Is I'm more curious about Nikon because that's I'm just a Nikon guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. you know, I think they'll both really – come into it i don't know why well, clay why do you think 2020 like why not next year is it, is it just because they're saying no no I'm, I'm saying that they need to do it before 2020 oh, before 2020, they need right, to do yeah. it next year yeah. right if they do it if they wait till 2020 it then i i would agree then it'll be too late because um the dslr has me has reached peak dslr right mm-hmm. i mean there there isn't really much they can do to a dslr the dslr the is an slr yeah. was that no the, the nikon da50 they kind of like Topped that's out it, there, yeah. I think. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, right, exactly. Uh, you know, the, the DSLR is a continuation of SLRs from, you know, right. whenever, I think, who was it, Minolta, uh, you, you know, whoever came up with the first SLR. Um, it's, th- th- where, are, where are they going to go? There's, 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 yeah. there's space to grow in mirrorless. Oh, oh yeah. but they need there's, to a lot of there's a lot of space yeah. to grow in mirrorless. I mean, uh, what surprises me that none of these companies, you have the fringe companies, essentially, Mm-hmm. Going after the medium format, right? Uh, like Fuji and 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 Hasselblad, Hasselblad because, but <laughs> nobody, n- 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 Canon, Nikon, Sony's, they're not even touching that system, right? They're not even going there, which which is kind of surprising that uh, that they wouldn't be intrigued by by Fuji's foray into into a fairly inexpensive medium format, digital medium format system, right? So I... that's that's kind of surprising that uh, that. 
Sony, especially Sony, when they when <laughs> they're essentially making the, the sensors, sensors for everybody. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Except for Canon, I think. Yeah. Right. Um, which there's Canon, I think. <laughs> yeah, I was there were too actually. <laughs> and yeah. so so I'm I'm really su- surprised that Sony with their R&D, I mean they they're pumping out cameras left and right, can't keep up. See, the thing is that Sony is like Samsung, right? So Sony is one of these big conglomerate companies that basically when they make a camera, they all it seems that they also have to buy a sensor from the sensor department, right? So they the sensor department makes these sensors for everyone, and then the the camera department realizes that well, I guess we'll just use it in the full frame cameras, but we won't quite go after you know medium format yet. That that's kind of what I I I sense is going on. Also, I think that I mean, isn't there some economics here? They maybe they make more money selling the DSLRs. I mean. When you make larger, when well, you make larger, I mean, because well, when you make, I was gonna say, right, when you make larger sensors, your failure rate is higher, right? Um, right. Yeah. So, I would think just like pure economics, you know. So, are you saying that Sony's making crappy sensors? That no, all sensors, <laughs> make crappy sensors. Everybody makes crappy sensors. No, but I would just think just bigger in sensors. Terms, yeah. Bigger sensors, just because you have more surface area, can have a yeah. lot more failure rate. They fail more. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of why I think in general that APS-C sensors are going to be sort of where things go for the most part, just because of the economics of it. You know, you get a lot more bang for your buck in terms of making sensors and selling them with the smaller sensors. So anyway, but uh, maybe that's what they're thinking. That's maybe why other companies are not doing it. And they're not Mm, well known for it. And Hasselblad's known for it. Fuji's always been known for for medium format cameras. They've had medium format cameras in film. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did. Sony never had a film camera. In fact, they bought... Their digital Minolta. camera from Minolta, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and yeah, they, they, I think, I, I think still the A mount. The, yeah, the A yeah. mount. But still, that's how they get. Does it, all, they really does it still it. fit on the on the new Sonys? It, yeah, the S, yeah, the SLTs, yeah, that they make. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, yep. so, so there you go. So you don't need an adapter. You can put old um, Minolta lenses on your Sonys. Yeah, yeah, the Sony A, the A, not the, the not the. You know the a the a seven, but the a seventy seven right. and the nine a what is it ninety whatever ninety nine whatever. Yeah, yeah, did you guys ever shoot with those cameras? The transition. Mirror? I want to, yeah. but no, I have no. never have. With I mean, what? It's, it's interesting. They're, 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 they're always expensive. They're, they're, the alpha no. cameras. No, no. Yeah, with their uh, translucent mirrors. You know, they, yeah. they still they have electronic viewfinder, but they still have a mirror. Right. You know, which was interesting. You know, I mean, they lose you lose a little light. But still, I'd love to have electronic viewfinder in my 5D. <laughs> yeah. So, well, actually, now that you're saying that, that's um, that's going to be one of the advantages. Uh, I think everybody likes, for, first of all, a lot of people growing up now, they're all growing up with their iPhones and Android phones. Mm-hmm. And so when they take a picture with their phone, they're seeing what they get. And right. as they transition in life from, you know, playing with their phones to cameras, mirrorless is going to give that to them. It's going to be a seamless transition, yes. whereas the DSLRs don't really do that, you know? Right, so, right. Well, and I guess what I'm talking about for those, anybody who's not, who's does, I'm not explaining myself well, that like on a Fuji camera, when you're, when you're looking through the LCD or the electronic viewfinder, whatever your settings are in the camera, you're actually going to see that in the uh, viewfinder on the LCD screen. So, if you mm-hmm. are going to shoot in black and white, you'll actually see that. If you're underexposing, overexposing, you're going to see mm-hmm. that. Uh, and so you have an immediate uh, uh, feedback on what your picture is going to look like. And I, that's kind of what really drew me to it, to, to mirrorless systems, at least in the Fuji department, was because yeah. it was like, wow, I can actually make a lot of creative decisions right in front of me instead yeah. of having to wait until 
you know, going back to Lightroom or something like that and processing a picture and over and underexposing or doing adding contrast. I can do all that now in the camera. Yeah. And um, that was a lot, that's a lot more, that's somewhat more satisfying, you know? So um, anyway, I think that's. Yeah. Well, it makes it easier for, for general, general public to understand that yeah. if they uh, put the, you know, close the aperture, the picture is going to get darker. Yeah. If they open the aperture, the picture is going to get brighter. Right, right. right. And, you know, exp you know, understand the fundamentals of, of uh, switch to manual, basically. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, you know, I do tell my students for, uh, well, it's funny. My, I teach classes. Most people come in with an Icon or Canon DSLRs, right? But some of them come in with the uh, Sony's or something like that. And I tell them to try to set, like, we go out in a shooting a little, you know, one hour photo walk. And I say, you know, one of the challenges, try to shoot in black and white. And I said, those of you with mirrorless cameras, set your camera up to black and white. Because what it's going to help you do is understand what the world is going to look like through your camera in black and white. And if you really want to start mm -hmm. to learn black and white photography, this is a great way of doing see, it. Yeah. yeah, because then you're, you don't have to imagine what things are going to look like in black and white. You're actually going to see it. And you're like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, and all of a sudden the world looks a lot different. So that's a real, you know, for, for people who want to learn photography, mirrorless cameras, I, I usually call them like little photo schools, right, built yeah. into this. So mm -hmm. much you can learn by just looking at the camera. You're like, you know, there's a, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to, well, you should well, you go to school. I'd like to say go to school, but you know, there's a lot of that immediate feedback from what you do. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All right, that's it. I'm getting another mirrorless. <laughs> <laughs> getting rid of one of these cameras. No, no, the, no, the one downfall <clears throat> to a lot of these mirrorless cameras are, of course, battery life because it's yes. always, uh, you know, the sensor is always activated, right? You, you know, right, you don't right. have to. Um, it's not like a, a DSLR where you're looking through the viewfinder and you don't have to activate a sensor. Um, right, right. Yeah, so you're looking through the lens, the, essentially. Exactly. I mean, you see the picture, even, ah. even if the camera is off, Exactly. you can still look through the camera and, and see what's going on. Well, but at right. a disadvantage, <laughs> first of all, the batteries, uh, it, it's kind of an issue, non-issue. I, I find third-party batteries, I know there's a big you know, don't buy third-party batteries. Blah, blah. And I used to be like that. Oh, and I buy a lot I'll of them because they're cheap. I throw them out when I'm done with them, you know, something like that. But anyway, I, I always, them. yeah, I carry a lot of them with me. So I do go through yeah. them. But the difference between DSLR and mirrorless, which is kind of like what you used to have when you were shooting with the twin lens reflex, is that the moment that you take a picture with a DSLR is that the, your eye is blocked from view because the mirror right. has closed up. So it might happen very fast, but you still have a moment where the where your your vision blanks out because the mirror closes and then opens up, and you don't get that on mirrorless cameras. When you're taking the picture, you actually see what's happening. You know, it, well, it's constantly showing you the picture. You know, you'll hear the shutter fire, but it doesn't shut off the view from. But you do get seeing. lag on some of the earlier cameras. The earlier cameras, yeah, yeah but I think that's that's less of an issue now, especially uh, yeah. you know if you use the I think the larger LCD screen on the back of the camera probably has less yeah. lag. Yeah. Uh, than anything, but uh, but I never had a problem. Even my uh, XT1, that the viewfinder was great. I loved it, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I like the I like the electronic viewfinders, especially at night oh, uh, yeah. in dark yeah, places, yeah. because it's almost like having yeah. night vision. I mean, yeah. things things I couldn't focus with with my optical viewfinder when I use an electronic viewfinder, which is the you know most mirrorless cameras have electronic viewfinders. All of a sudden, I could see everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, like, I was amazed. <laughs> Uh, especially on the newer sensors that are very sensitive uh, in low light. Right. It is like having night vision. 
Um, yeah, here, here, here's my thought on the on the on night shooting with uh, with mirrorless. Um, because especially when you're shooting stars, so you can't really see anything. You can't really focus. The camera will not autofocus whatsoever because yeah. it doesn't know what to autofocus on. And unfortunately, I don't know if it's engineering, if it's being cheap, or they don't want to do this. You have what's called uh, focus by wire, yeah. okay. which essentially is your your focus barrel on the lens just spin. <laughs> And the camera decides what the focus is, where the focus is. So you can spin that thing all on, on, on the SLRs, on the other hand, on the old school Infinity way of, of, of shooting. You had the, the lens had a range of focus and you, it was represented by numbers on your, on your camera, how, or, or on your lens, how far it would go. Uh-huh. And you had hard stops on both ends that it was either too close or too far. With mirrorless, you don't have that. So when you're shooting at night, for example, it's really, really difficult to find the sweet spot of focus because that lens just, the, the barrel just spins and you don't know if you're in focus or if you're not in focus. Even with focus peak, when it's pitch black, you don't have a clue. Mac, doesn't, I don't know if it's every lens in uh, Fuji, probably not every lens, but if I remember no. correctly, there was one lens when I was shooting stars that there was actually a meter in the bottom of the viewfinder where you could see the infinity mark. Uh, the, uh, wrong actually, about that? That's Fuji. That's Fuji. Fuji. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm Fuji. saying. Fuji has that infinity mark. But not so for it has all the, lenses, the, the, right? Wasn't it certain lenses? No, no, no. Oh, it has. It, okay. no, it's for all of them. It's, it's, it's on the camera, right? So you have the, the whole scale from zero to infinity. Right. Sony doesn't have that. And I use Sony for shooting stars too because it was the first one that I had the... I could adapt all kinds of you know, zooms and all that stuff. Right. Forget it. Sony is absolute crap for that. Because you can, I mean, focus peaking would not work whatsoever with stars because if it's pitch black, there's no way. It looks like noise anyway in the viewfinder. It looks like noise to you anyway, so you don't know which, what what is is focus peaking, what is noise. It's just, so that's, that's where mirrorless still are. Uh, are failing. Well, you're talking about the lenses, not the bodies, right? I mean, well, yeah, yeah, the lenses well, combination. Mostly. Yeah, right. because if you use the, I mean, this is getting down into geek, you know, territory. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you have an adapter and you use a uh, manual yeah. lens, then uh, you're the old school lens. You, of course, you can probably have a better time at it. But uh, mm-hmm. my the first I took um, sort of fake, <laughs> I don't say fake star shots, but the first time I took star shots, I used my um, I used my Fuji. And I just sort of ballparked the. I used my uh, X100T, and I kind of just ballparked the uh, the uh, distance. I mean, I could see that it was mm-hmm. infinity, but like I just set it to infinity, and I put the thing on my jacket and set pointed it, put it up on a hood of a car and pointed up, and I set it for a certain amount of time, and they came out. They came out great. Um, or right. I, I think I set some on a fence post. I should maybe send you that picture. It was really cool. It was when I was in Jamaica, and I just set the camera on a fence post and. Uh, set it up for a certain exposure and, and and fired it off and then started painting a tree in the foreground with a flashlight and there was a storm in the background and all these stars and and it came out fine so you know I mean it was it's a mirrorless camera and it wasn't you know it, it was the, the Fuji the X100T has a really touchy focus mm-hmm. thing on it I mean mm-hmm. it's it is you you were saying focus by wire you know definitely but I managed you know it wasn't astrophotography but it was. You know. Oh, of course you can manage. That's a, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. But with the 
with the old DSLR, the old school stuff, you can you can, you don't have to manually. You just switch the lens to infinity and you're done. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to fumble around. Even if you can't see anything through the viewfinder mm-hmm. or through the electronic viewfinder, you, you don't care because you just point it to infinity and you know you 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 will get yeah yeah uh, what you're looking for. Yeah. True. But um, but there's you know when it comes to mirrorless, I mean uh, a lot of old film cameras are still mirrorless. Right, and they still work mm. splendidly well. All the t- all the TLRs, uh, mm. the twin lens reflex camera, they're all mirrorless, as far as I know. Yep. Yeah, no, that's the whole point of a twin lens reflex. <laughs> you don't have to have a mirror. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, all the all the old fashioned Leicas, they are mirrorless. Yeah. You know, all, the, all of the Leicas. Don't TLRs have a mirror? The one thing that that kind of spooked me was uh, with my Fuji XT10 was um, the sensors right there. You pull yeah, the lens yeah. off, mm-hmm. and the sensor is right there. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and there's I no filter it. over the sensor. Yeah. So, you know, they you know started wanted to touch it, right? <laughs> yeah, I want to put my finger on it. <laughs> rub my nose on it and then touch the <laughs> But, you know, there's the I, there's this paranoid part of me. Like, I know when there's a when when the mirror is down on, like, say, my, my Nikon, there's something blocking from me touching or getting close to the sensor. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is just me being crazy, you know, or some way. But then, like, when I opened up my – you, re- I think I was asking you, Mac, about, you know, you, the the sensor and cleaning it. You said, just clean it. <laughs> He's like, take the lens <laughs> off and clean it. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> and, you know, it's there. It's right up front. Um, nothing's blocking it. I do find on my, my Fuji cameras I'm getting a lot more dust uh, in the shots, mm-hmm. which is really, really annoying. And – you know, mirrorless, I mean, uh, DSLRs at least do have the mirror. I'm not saying that blocks off all the dust, and that's crazy if, if I'm saying that. I'm not saying that. Um, but I do have the sense that there's something between me and the world, you know, the world mm-hmm. and the sensor, uh, albeit a, a mirror or something like that that, that is helpful. But that's just me being, you know, a crazy person. Well, the thing is that you have to clean, you have to eventually clean both systems. And I, I just yes. think yeah, the mirror, yeah. I mean, the, the mirror being in the way, you have to flap it up. It's easier just to clean one of these mirrorless cameras. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it's it's just, right you know, my, the, the the paranoia in me just says, uh, you know, it's exposed. Something can fall in. I mean, <laughs> if I'm changing lenses in the dust storm, or yeah. a branch can fall in, and <laughs> and this is your heart of your camera. I mean, if somebody damages that heart of your camera, it's done. Yeah, it's it's gone. You you're done. You, mm-hmm. you might as well <laughs> throw it in yeah, the garbage right. and, yeah. and get yeah, a new yeah, one. Get a new one. <laughs> just, yeah, you get just get a new one. Well, you know, it does cost money, but like you know, no, when okay. we get too precious, we feel too precious about this stuff. We realize they're just tools, and like it's like anything, exactly. the tools going to damage, and like it's not like there's not another tool that you can buy. So it might might be yeah. wonderful to do that, but yeah, don't get too. I try not to say to people not to get too attached to them because, yeah. um, you know, I. I used to like to keep my cameras as clean as possible because I wanted to sell them and stuff like that. And I realized if I do that, I'm not using them to their full extent. And now right. my, my Fuji X100T is totally the the paint is rubbing off and the there's dust in the viewfinder now. And I, I actually might have a piece of dust on the sensor, which is real pain ass because I got to... I got to Oh yeah, it's got to take it apart, right? I got I'm not taking it apart. I got to send that in, but it's not like I can chink the lens off, but but you know, I realize like it's still taking great pictures, you know, and I'm and it's mm-hmm. a great tool and you know, maybe if I have to get another one, it's not the end of the world, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, not to be 
not to be too attached to these things too much. And you're probably going to go through a lot of cameras, you know, mirrorless or DSLR in, in, as time goes on. So, you know, get used to it, you know. The, the, uh, the X100 was the first mirrorless uh, in the new generation of cameras that you got, right, Antonio? I didn't get that one. I drooled on it. But <laughs> it's like, oh, no, no, I didn't get it. I have the X100T. That's when I got, that's when I got into, what? actually, my first Fuji was an X, X20. So it's Fuji's. Uh, I was Point and shoot, right? Right, right. right. Um, smaller sensor. I think it's still an X-Trans sensor. It was a smaller sensor. It was an easier price point for me to get involved in, and then that was the gateway drug. Uh, yeah, because I, I do vaguely remember <laughs> the episodes where you were going back and forth about about this sort of trend, this uh, entry yeah. into this. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I think I, I definitely Jones for the X100, and and I really, really had a thing for the X100S. Um, mm-hmm. and then when I was about to buy the S, is when the T came out, and I was like, well, you know, I can get the S for cheaper. And I was like, oh, screw it, I'll just you know spend the extra money that I don't have and <laughs> buy the T. Um, and yeah, that's become my my go to camera pretty much for all most of the work. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, that's, uh, I would have gotten, I would have gotten, I, I was keeping my eye on it. I, actually, I was reading a lot about the Fuji when mm-hmm. the 100 came out. Um, so, yeah, and I wasn't, I don't know if I was thinking about it more as mirrorless. Like, it, that wasn't in my mind. It was more about the about the ergonomics of it. You know, Mac was talking about the camera that you should buy as, you know, what what purpose is it going to serve for you? And I was thinking, like, for mm-hmm. me, this was going to serve the doing street photography much better than at least what I was working with if, uh, in a higher end. Like, I wasn't going to do it with my Nike. So this was – I was really going for purpose um, on, on that camera. Plus, mm-hmm. it looked cool. <laughs> it looks really good. <laughs> it just reminded me of my – yeah, it just reminded me of a camera that I couldn't afford when I was way back when. I couldn't afford the Leicas, but I wanted one. I wanted the paint to peel yeah, off, and I wanted – I really did want that kind of stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, a question uh, we shall answer then. If, if let's say, Lori or someone who is thinking about a mirrorless camera, um, Dominic, which, which, which uh, camera would you tell them to go for? I thought you were going to pick me first. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? I actually tell people it's still being sold in the store. Mm-hmm. I tell them to get the, the Sony A6000 because okay. they could go to Best Buy. I tell What I really do tell them is what do you have now if you have any cameras, if you have any lenses, you know, that I explain to them. It's about the system and lenses. What are you going to do? It's just want to have a camera. Some, most people just want a camera with one lens. That's, mm-hmm. that's what they, you know, they're going to use. So right. if they still have the lens or a couple of lenses, I'll tell them to get the newest body or whatever they have. But, but I said, but I talk about a little mirrorless, you know, and I tell them to go to the store and try out this camera. Just feel it in your hand, shoot with it. And it's a great system and it's smaller and it's got so many features and it's excellent image quality. And I tell them to get that camera because that's what's available, you know? Right. Right. But I do tell some people that are, I know are probably going to be. Uh, more into it later on about the other cameras, but you know, then you'd have to go into the city or, or we do have a, 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 I think there's two camera stores on Long Island that have a good, good, uh, you know, uh, selection, selection of, of cameras. So okay. that, that would be my, my, uh, advice. Let's say if they were, a, if they were, a, a, before I go on to Mac, if they were a DSLR user now and they were thinking about, uh, they're a Canon or Nikon user, would you tell them to wait? 
Or would you just tell them what, to, to figure wait out for the new mirrorless camera? You mean, or between or? from one of those two companies? If I don't, you know, it's it's tough. It's go get a camera and shoot. <laughs> right. You know, if you need, right. really, really, you know, like Antonio said, is the bodies you could change them. You know, but that's the thing right. is, but then you got to think about lenses, and if you're gonna stay in a system, you want to have the lenses that you could use on your next body. But uh, man, all the cameras are so good right now. But, exactly. but the, I I I will say the future is mirrorless. So, you know. I would try okay. to sway them yeah. towards that side, you know. Mm-hmm. So okay, cool. Mac? That wasn't a good answer, right? <laughs> no, that, that that was a good answer. <laughs> that was Mac. Uh, first of all, Dominic, you're a traitor, <laughs> Fuji traitor. Well, listen, <laughs> I told you, if if they, I would tell them about the other those cameras. You can't go anywhere and try Fuji around here. That's true, and same thing around here. It's it's a uh, Fuji. You have to go to a specialized camera store. You, it's not a Best Buy or whatever, like electronic shops where where you got a couple of cameras. You got DSLRs and Sony. And uh, to tell you the truth, if they were asking, I would go go get a Sony. Go get a Sony A6000 or 6300, yeah. 6300 or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, first of all, you got a much better sensor than uh, than the Fuji has. Uh, much better system, much more adaptable, and it's smaller. Uh, that's I think that's the biggest the biggest thing on the on the on the Sony sides, on, especially on the A, A, A6000 series, mm-hmm. is they're, they're tiny. Yeah, they're absolutely tiny. They really are. Yeah, they look funky when you start putting big lenses <laughs> on them because it's like a. It, I think the, the the body is even smaller than your iPhone Plus. <laughs> yeah, so, so the back of the the back of it is smaller than your iPhone Plus, and when you put a big lens on it, it looks funny. <laughs> but uh, I would say I, I really like my Sony's. I, I the ones that I had. Um, I had, I still have the NEX seven, and I still really, really like the camera. They, they, they take amazing pictures, and uh, and they're fairly inexpensive. They're yeah. much more inexpensive than than comparable so, uh, Fuji would be. True. I, I would say if you can find a Fuji, get a Fuji because it's <clears throat> there's something about Fujis that yeah. that uh, the, the 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 images that come come out of the Fujis are some there's something about them that this they're special so i if i said if if you if you can get the fujis get a fuji fuji has much better lens uh Beautiful selections lenses too they really then then the sony's um <clears throat> so that's that's the biggest thing that it has going for it but if you're looking for it for wildlife or sports or anything like that mm, I would stay away from Fuji <laughs> and Sony for that matter. <laughs> so, if there, if this person was a ca- like Lori, a Canon shooter or a Nikon shooter, would you have them wait? Uh, like I asked uh, Dominic just now, would you have them wait for those companies and just keep shooting the DSLR, or just jump in right now with the mirrors? Uh, I would never wait for for the first generation mirrorless yeah. because uh, if if Canon and Nikon come up with a mirrorless. They're gonna be absolute shit mm. uh, at the beginning. Mm. You're you're gonna have to wait for series two or series three to actually get the full 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 Nikon force or full Canon force behind the, the the mirrorless. Because I mean, if if Canon and Nikon wanted to do mirrorless, they would have done it by now. Mm. Seeing Sony, seeing Fuji, seeing mm. uh, Olympus, and all the other cameras coming up with the the systems are so advanced right now that for Nikon and Canon to to catch up, it's gonna be crazy. It's going to take him years to do that. Mm. And we know how slow those things are. Yeah. True. Those two companies. Look how long releasing it takes anything. Canon to bring 4K into their cameras, you know? Oh, exactly. Yeah, I mean, everybody's shooting 4K and, and, and Canon's like, oh, I don't know. 
<laughs> who cares? Nobody's watching 4K. Just buy the CE cameras. Exactly. exactly. Just buy the buy the video camera. So it's I no, I would not wait for for Canon or or I would say either shoot shoot with your DSLR mm-hmm. and and get used to it. What Lori shooting a, a Canon? Yeah, she's yeah. she's shooting a Canon as far as I know. 7D Mark II, yeah. And she's looking to I mean what what kind of stuff does she shoot? Um, she shoots a lot of outdoor stuff, right? I see uh, landscapes, landscape stuff. Yeah, mm. I would say yeah. if if any, if you wanted to make it lighter and smaller, get a Fuji XT twenty or XT two. I would tell her to if she doesn't shoot wildlife with it, I would tell her to trade that for an eighty eighty D. It's better sensor than the seventy Mark two for landscape. Mark. It's got the flip out screen, twenty four megapixels. If she has Canon lenses and she wants to stay. She could probably trade someone for that camera and then wait for the mirrorless. Mm. Better landscape camera for sure. Mm-hmm. I have one. Yeah, I, but have one. <laughs> I think by the time by the time Canon comes up with a proper mirrorless camera, she's gonna go through <laughs> a couple of cameras before anything. <laughs> so, yeah, the ninety D. Right, uh-huh. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Antonio, what about you? What's your answer? Uh well, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a, I don't know the I don't know the Sony cameras, so I couldn't I couldn't recommend them. Although I am looking at them now as uh, as you guys are talking, and so I see the price range is about right. I'd have to actually look at it before I recommended it because never used it. So I, I tend to mm-hmm. recommend stuff that I use. Right. Uh, usually, people are asking me um, in my class about that, and so I tend to go towards the Fuji system just because I'm a Fuji holic now. <laughs> Um, and I'm not getting paid by them or anything, <laughs> not, not yet. Um, but, uh, I, I might, I might go off of this. I might say the Olympus pen might be a fun camera to play with. Mm. Um, again, I haven't yep. used it, but you know, it was on my short list of cameras that I would like to, to buy. Uh, I would not tell them to wait for Nikon or Canon. I said that that's just, uh, I, I wouldn't want anybody waiting for the first generation, um, I'm mm-hmm. going to put on my list to take a look at the Sony Alpha A6000 because it's a nice price range. And mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're fairly inexpensive. Right yeah, now. yeah. That, looks, that camera's about what three years old now, right? Yeah, but yeah, you know, it's still amazing. It's, it's a 24 no, no, it's megapixel. Just, just so yeah, people know. Yeah, 24 that, megapixel know, camera. It's a lot of you know. It's a lot of information, and it comes with the kit lens. Um, is, and you know, a lot of people. Is, I, I, yeah, yeah. Which unfortunately, the 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 Sony kit lenses are. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah but every kit is, lens, well, for, the vast majority yeah. of kit lenses are junk. You know, you exactly. I think, I think Fuji, Fuji yeah, makes Fuji, the best yeah. kit lens. Actually, it really Fuji does. does make the best kit lens. I I agree, which is why I probably lean towards Fuji. Yeah. Um. The uh the two cameras off the po- top of my head. Uh, would be the Fujifilm um, uh, XE3, um, oh, which nice. is yeah. with the lens, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's with a 23 millimeter lens, it's uh, like almost $1,200. So it's a little bit of money, but it comes with a lens. And it also gets mm-hmm. you uh, into that system, um, you know, yeah, with a lens. But very even, nicely. Yeah. <laughs> the cheaper one is a new one that came out recently, is the uh, XA5. Um, which also has kind of, it might come with a crappy kit lens, but it's $600. It's also a Fuji X series camera. Does that have a viewfinder? It doesn't. Neither, neither of the cameras I described have viewfinders. They, they have, they just use LCD. Um, so those are, those are two in the ring and, you know, price range, but I wouldn't hesitate to recommend the XT20. What I, what I yeah, actually, let me jump ahead for a second. I wouldn't recommend the X100 cameras for anybody just <laughs> starting out. 
and the, mm-hmm. and, the, and I got into some weird freaking argument with people on the Facebook boards about this, and I, I I was surprised by the 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 virtual uh, the the um, virtual heat and stuff that I got because I, I basically posted a question: Is it someone I know, and this is someone I work with, bought an X100F, right? And yeah. it's a great camera. I think it's too much camera for this person um, because they're not wanting to read the manual and they want to mm-hmm. just jump in and take pictures. And yeah, you can kind of take good pictures with it on automatic, but there's, it's, it's like, you know, driving a Ferrari, you know, uh, to the Seven Eleven. you know, you're not, <laughs> you're not getting yeah. all of what you can and you do need to spend time with a camera like that to really learn it. And when I posted questions mm-hmm. up on the on the Fuji board, people were like, "No, they should know how to use this. What's wrong with this camera?" I'm like, "Oh, man, goodbye." <laughs> like, <laughs> I was I was really surprised by that for the Fuji community how much um how many stupid freaking comments I got about that because I was saying like if if 100 if the X100F is too much of a camera, and it took me a long time to like master it to learn it. I think it took me about 9 months of really like working with it. To figure out people are like well i learned it overnight i'm like really yeah they probably don't know it that's the problem yeah i was they surprised by that i mean i'm not an idiot and i've been i've been photographing for 40 years and for me to like spend time with that camera and really understand the nuances of the x100 system the x100t i was working with i was like this is not easy it's like you know learning how it auto focuses learning um how the different exposure modes work in the in the, works with the picture profiles and stuff like that like really mm-hmm. really yeah. grasping that down to the point where, like, I don't need the manual anymore. I can, I can, and even sometimes I do still need to check things in the manual. Like, wait a minute, you know, it's like you can press this button; it does all sorts of things. But anyway, uh, I, I usually don't recommend that camera for a first-time buyer because it's a big camera. But the X XT20 has all that power in it, but it does have a little mm-hmm. switch on the top that goes into mm-hmm. auto mode. And mm-hmm. um, the fact of the matter is, a lot of the Fuji cameras have all the buttons on the outside, like the shutter speed. The lenses, um, the lens, not all lenses have the aperture on it, but you know, there's the exposure compensation. A lot of the dials, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm switched to manual, so I'm about looking at the manual controls. I like all that stuff on the outside um, because I like seeing it and I like telling people, like, look, you can see where your shutter speeds are, you can see where your exposure compensation are, you can see where your ISOs are. A lot of that stuff is right in front of you. You don't have to look at a menu to do that. So I do think the X100, the XT20, actually is a decent camera. It's only about $900 with a lens, 16 mm-hmm. to 50. And uh, uh, who was saying that, uh, that uh, uh, no, sorry, 16 to 50, I'm looking at the wrong one. 18 to 55, to, yeah, the no. 18 to 55. That's the one I got. Mm-hmm. And that's a little bit more expensive. It's so $1,100. Yeah. But that 18 to 55 is a beautiful lens. Like you, you almost oh, can't take great. bad pictures with it. No, that's a great. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing. That's one thing that Fuji Fuji did properly is that uh, personally, I, I've tested um, almost all Fuji. I, uh, at one point, I almost had almost all Fuji lenses, and I haven't found one that was crap. Yeah. Fuji doesn't make bad lenses. Not like the typical Canon one that comes with the, with yeah, the camera, yeah, yeah. which is like yeah. uh, seventeen to fifty-five, yeah. which is plastic piece of crap right. that they just put in there so you That's can just, you really feel. You know, at least have something to take photos <laughs> right, with right i mean fuji may not have a lot of lenses but the ones they do are really they're really good oh, so they're, they're yeah specifically for for what it's supposed to be do, yeah. doing and uh one correction xe3 does have a viewfinder oh, sorry the xe3 oh it has an electronic viewfinder. viewfinder yes excuse me yes, I'm, I'm thinking optical. yeah yeah, yeah no it's got a it's got a yeah that's actually i that's if that's that a sweet camera. flip screen yeah. 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 Same here. Actually, I'd be all over it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe it's the next one. How they 
they, well, you know, it's funny. But every time they come out with a camera, it's like, wow, this is great. And then it's missing the one thing that I want. Mm-hmm. It's always like that yeah. for me. Yeah. You know? But uh, I just wanted to say, too, really quick that the, uh, the the Fujifilm 16 to 50 millimeter lens is their cheapest one, yeah, like kit yeah. lens. And that's not a bad lens. It's not, you know, it's nowhere near the, the 18 to 55, but, you know, that brings the price down for someone starting out getting the X-T20 with that lens, mm-hmm. you know, to get in, get into a Fuji system. That's a nice way to go, too. Yeah. Yeah. True. And and you're getting into a you know, you get you're getting into a nice system, so you can always buy, you know, different lenses for it and stuff. So um Right. Yeah. But uh I need to, I'll investigate the Sony, you know. I want to be able to recommend other cameras other than the ones that I'm using. So mm-hmm. um <laughs> and I might get like I said, I'm not getting paid by <laughs> um, And you're and you're saying basically you would also not tell them to wait for Nikon a Nikon. Yeah, Nikon I don't Nikon. wait for cameras. I mean, you know. Yeah. Um and yeah, I would certainly hesitate to buy a camera in this first generation, you know, right. myself. And so I wouldn't probably recommend anybody else doing it. But, uh, you know. We'll tell you that this is an exciting time for anyone who's into photography with all these cameras that are out. I agree. I mean, it's exciting. If I was new to this and I'd be like, wow, I'd want to go on and look at all these cameras and try them and, you know. So, exactly. I mean, it's a yeah. good thing that you have a big selection, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's almost yeah. It, right it, now, with with sorry, go ahead, Mac. With all the electronics it, inside the cameras, essentially, you just point and shoot. Mm, you don't yeah. really have to do anything. That cam, those cameras will figure it out for you. So, if you're a beginner and try it out, and you want to get into more serious photography, they they'll they'll te- they'll, they'll take good photos for you. Yet, they'll also give you the ability to learn more about photography. True. Not just set it to professional mode. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the P mode, and go off, like or or buying a, a, an iPhone where you can't change practically anything. It's yeah. just a typical point and shoot, or just getting a regular point. You know, it's all my travels. Um, what I've seen, uh, people, uh, with tourists, you have a split. I would say seventy percent were iPhones, thirty percent were DSLRs. Yeah, either Canon or Nikon. Yeah. Yeah, either Canon or Nikon. Mm-hmm. So either people were were hung, you know. Uh, lugging around the, the DSLRs or iPhones or basically yeah. some kind of a smartphone. Well, I was going to say, to take photos there is it. a small percentage that have their iPads too. That's true as well. Now, now, so now, now, right now, now, be now nice. Not that that's bad. That's a great thing. No, no, like, no, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, no, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's bad? It has a camera on the back, so what, what are you going to use the camera for? Take pictures uh, with it, right? And some yes. people don't have you great like eyesight, so having a big iPad is a is a good thing. Exactly. Nice you can focus better. There. Just go get a large format <laughs> camera then while you're at it. <laughs> now you're talking. Oh, now these haters, <laughs> these iPad haters. No, I love the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> My son is an iPad user, trust me. Uh, gosh. I just think it's funny when those big cases fl- flip open, you know, and all the yeah. is dangling. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I would think, like, to use an iPad, I would just put it on a tripod and put a, you know, a blanket over me and pretend I'm a 4x5 camera. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, the same thing, boy. right? Yeah, in some way. But Yeah, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and uh, Mac, what you were saying before is like uh, uh, about getting the camera that you uh, is going to s- serve your purposes. The other thing I want to add to that is it. I think it's really useful to go to some place and um, especially with the mirrorless cameras because there's so many menu items that you have to look at. Mm. Is hold the camera in your hands, but also just scan through how. 
the the information is presented to you on the back. You know, every camera mm-hmm. manufacturer, Sony, Canon, Fuji, mm-hmm. they all put you know different kinds of menus in the back and all these little features. And I think you need to find out what's going to make the most sense to you. Some people, you know, might look at a Fuji menu and say, oh, I don't understand this. But look at mm-hmm. a Sony menu and say, like, oh, this makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to put any barriers between you and taking pictures and getting the most out of your camera. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think spending some time looking at these these things and how it feels in your hand. Is it too big? Is it too small? You know, do you need to add a battery grip uh, or, you know, a, a wooden grip or a case to it that makes makes you feel better? I mean, I think it's really helpful to, like, get these things in your hand and look at them because these are very, mm-hmm. very complex things. And a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff is being run by menus and stuff. And so um, I think pay attention to that, too, is, is, is going to be very helpful. So that's what I also recommend people doing. Like when I'm, you know, even though I'm saying, you know, buy these Fuji cameras, go and actually see them, see what they're like. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. All right. So I, I would, I would say for, uh, for someone to, to look at a mirrorless system, right? I would say, um, I would, I would agree with the A6000 actually as a recommendation. But actually, I, I think, uh, in uh, body stabilization is, is huge mm. for, for, for these systems i think um and so i would recommend the a6500 but that's kind of expensive uh so my next recommendation would be and i actually did use this camera the em5 uh omd em5 by olympus yeah uh Mm -hmm. pablo who was on our show like years ago uh he actually uses this system and uh olympus actually makes an amazing camera and i would say the em5 mark ii with their five axis uh in body stabilization would be Probably, probably my recommendation. Great, okay, so we're going great camera. Micro Four Thirds. Yeah, Micro Four Thirds, and, and and actually, um, they make small lenses. You could get the equivalent of like twenty-eight millimeter for not too, you know, not too expensive. The kit lenses are actually not as great as uh, as the uh, Fuji lenses, but I I did use the kit lens on you know, and it, it was acceptable. What was that? And they're not 15? expensive. 15 to 45 I'm trying to think with a kit lens or a 12 they, they have like a, sometimes they come with a 17 millimeter sometimes they come with a 20 the 20 um, millimeter Panasonic pancake lens on yeah. that camera you could all day you walk around light <laughs> little tiny love that yeah, yeah and actually it, it actually you can you can even get like a 14 to 150 for not too much money either yeah. right with a, as a kit and that's like 28 to 300 millimeters yeah that's your that's your weekend lens you know you just bring yeah, that with you exactly and- yeah you know what's nice about the the Olympus cameras too. I don't know if the other mirrorless do this. Is if you're doing like a long exposure, mm-hmm. it will show you the preview of the exposure as it's as it's happening. So yeah, you, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, that? yeah, pretty that's neat. That's pretty cool. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think any of the other ones do that actually. No, no. That I think that's a that's a feature that's that only Olympus has at the moment. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. think I think I think and, and like I said, they're small. The the micro four thirds. There's nothing wrong with that sensor. I, I find it a little bit too too small for my taste. I didn't, yeah, I, I have a, if I look at my Lightroom catalog or my Capture One Now catalog, I have a Panasonic GF two. Um, you know, if you don't go above the I don't know ISO four hundred, they're great. You know, great images, actually. Right. And and if if you're into birding, I mean, they have a three hundred millimeter lens that. I mean, it's not cheap, but at 600 millimeters, you know, on a small, uh, the 3028 lens. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's a nice lens. <laughs> I think, I think, um, I, I think, uh, what's his name? Scott Bourne, like moved over to 
Olympus and yeah. uh, the images I've seen. He was shooting great. Olympus. He was shooting Olympus for a long time. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, actually. Okay, because he Michael used to be with a he he was Canon, Nikon, then Olympus or something like that. Fuji. Oh, he went to Fuji yeah, as well. Then he started shooting Fuji, and then things happened. Fell out of love. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's Scott no, Bourne no for comment. you. Mm. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, it's Scott Bourne. I mean, what do you expect? It's Scott Bourne. <laughs> um, I heard you. Was that Mac laughing? <laughs> the the, uh, the other little Olympus camera, the uh, the uh, M10 Mark III, the OMD uh-huh. EM10 Mark III. That's a nice little camera. You Is know, it cheaper? Little, oh, it's cheaper. Yeah. It's oh. cheaper. That's their cheapest Olympus. And it has a probably three axes in uh, IBS, yeah, right? Yeah, I think it's up there now. I think it's, nice. yeah, because uh, I had the first one of that model, and it was a nice little camera. They really does, do make nice cameras. Does, yeah, I think they do. Does Olympus have any, I want to say higher-end cameras, but that's not the right word. But They uh, do. They have the, uh, the EM-1. M1, yeah. 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 Like, you know, all these things that we're talking about, you know, I think we're talking Sony and Fuji. They all will allow you to to get into move a up. system, yeah, and then move up. Right. You know, yeah. and so that's something to consider. Like, you know, if you see things down the line that you want to get, like, you know, you can get into a low end Fuji, but later on you can buy, you know, the XT two or whatever comes out after that. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, you know, you stay within a system so that you don't have to keep relearning things. Exactly, you know, when yeah. when you when True. you've expended, you've learned all you can on this one little camera. You move up to the next one and. You're pretty much right in, you know, right in the seat. You might have to learn a few mm-hmm. things, but uh, that's something to keep in mind. Is is uh, you know, uh, thinking about the future. Maybe you don't want to keep switching from Fuji to Olympus to Sony. Yeah. You just drive yourself crazy. So. Yeah, like kind of like yeah, me. because the, the, all the all those switches <laughs> between systems are are going to be expensive, especially when you accumulate a, a fair bit of of, of lenses yeah. mm-hmm. for yeah. that one particular system. Switching yeah. to it, it's it's not going to. You're always going to lose money. Yeah. Let's put it this way. I wouldn't yeah. have been able to switch. Not that I, sw- you know, I've like I said, I was shooting Canon. I still had them, but I wouldn't have been able to do it if I just turned out that this guy wanted Fuji lenses and, and it just worked out for me. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's tough to sell all those lenses and go through that process. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. so you really have to think about that. You know, and then and then the longer you stay with the system, I see. Oh, you know what? Part of the problem I had. This is why it took me a while. <laughs> I just remembered this. <laughs> why? Because I've been a Nikon guy for air, forever. And moving into the Fuji camera um, was part of my learning curve because you get a muscle memory with mm-hmm. a certain brand right. of camera, and they tend to work the mm-hmm. same over the years. So the mm-hmm. longer you stay involved in a system and then you go to switch to something else, all of a sudden the aperture spins the other direction. The focus oh, yeah, goes yeah. the other direction, you know, and you're like, and you're like, uh, you have to take all that time to unlearn what you've learned. Uh, yes, Yoda, and uh, <laughs> um, you know, and then relearn a new system and get it and get involved in that. So, uh, you know, switching systems can be the longer you're in one system, it can be a real headache to get out of it and, and sort of relearn uh, where everything sits on the camera and stuff. Mm-hmm. Even the yeah. mount, like when you're mounting up a lens, it's the opposite yeah. way. Yeah, it's the opposite way. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Canon Nikon, yeah, yeah, and I, yep. even on my Fuji now with the with the Nikon adapters, I'm like, oh, it goes this way, oh, and then it goes that way. <laughs> <laughs> this drives me nuts. So. Yeah, I have the same problem. And in terms of waiting for um, for these two big boys, um, actually, I am really eager to see what what especially Nikon is going to do. Actually, um, you remember you remember Fuji used to use the Nikon mount right on their cameras. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah back yeah. when yeah. they did the DSLRs. Yep. So could you imagine if maybe I mean 
if version one <laughs> well the thing is that it's it's <laughs> potentially right because That'd let's be say awesome. we just because the thing is that nikon makes yeah. great glass and all they had to do is make a camera that uses the fuji mount and also make glass for the fuji mount right. why would they do then that? we wouldn't have a first generation so you, problem so you, we would just have but you're saying it'd be an APS-C camera it would be APS-C, yeah hmm. See, I think they're going to do full frame. I think they have to. You think that? They, you think that's out the out, right out the gate, full frame? Yeah, I think so. I mm. think this is like they were saying. You know what, Yuan, this, you better come out with this now. I mean, Sony's really, you know, they're they're, they're hitting home runs with these cameras. Yeah. So I don't and they're know. all full frame. Yeah, I could I could see right. I could see a full frame being squeezed into that thing. Just push the push the body the back of it further back. <laughs> slightly yeah well i know i know fuji said that they couldn't do uh the uh, the stabilization in the body yeah right? and they With did the and they did so who knows you could do anything these days exactly you, know? you remember nikon used to say a lot of things about they couldn't do full frame either and all of a sudden boom when sony actually came up with full frame they did right yeah a lot of these companies just say something they can't do and then all of a sudden you see them doing it. But yeah, yeah. I would say don't wait for anyone who's using uh, a DSLR and they want to move to something else. Just start learning the system and you may just be happy and stay there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm, I, I want to get a Fuji system to... Okay, I, I mean, I have a Olympus system. I have a Nikon system and I have a Sony system. My main system is, of course, the Sony, but... I, I I wouldn't mind the EX. What is it? EX three? What what you guys call it? The EX three? The XE three? XE three Fuji? Yeah. Yeah. It looks, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind a little, little rangefinder looking. Yeah. 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 It's nice. And it, you know what? They even ha- it has the touch screen where you could move the focus points with your thumb, which is nice. nice you know. Yeah. The XT twenty. Canon did. XT twenty has it too. You know, the, the XT twenty also has that. The XT twenty and the Fuji has touch screen. Oh okay. But you so you can move the focus. With, yeah, you uh, with touch, you tap the focus. You I can even tap to shoot. Uh, they updated the firmware on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. You can do okay. pinch to zoom. You swipe. It took me a while to realize that. Oh, I could do that now. <laughs> <laughs> Still using the controls in the camera. I was like, oh. My. You know, Canon had that before Fuji. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't have it now, do they? Or do they? No, they, no, they have it in the the M series. The M yeah. uh, cameras could do that, where you could touch the screen and focus. That was like I think the it's one, amazing the one good thing that they did. No, I'm sorry. That they did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think it's kind of amazing that we have ignored. I mean, a lot of people ignored the M50, which I think is an amazing yeah. mirrorless camera. I Most people so. are ignoring that camera. Yeah, they're, you know, they're I s- think because they're jaded of the whole M line. The M line. I honestly because think that that should have the been the first M line. I mean, the the the, the thing is with the, with the M line, you had the, the M one, and there was an M three, which not wasn't available in North America, so they sort of split the market mm. somehow, and then it it it, it was a mess. Yeah. yeah, what they did with the M line, and now they come up with a proper one. I think it's I think it's, it's a little bit too the late. The M5 was the first camera. I think that they okay that now they're gonna start doing something right. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. That was what came out with that touch focus thing. That camera and then the M. But again, M50. fifth generation. Yes, yes. No, you're totally right. <laughs> right? Totally right. First camera. Never, never buy the first generation. They were testing the waters, I think, just to see what the market was like. I mean, I mean that can that has to be the answer, right? What else? Why would they bring mm-hmm. in a camera like that? And oh. Uh, you know, it's it's surprising because these these it seems like these these companies have too much money because if you're testing the market with a crappy camera, uh, <laughs> your tests are not going to be very positive. Well, you know, the thing is, you got to remember they don't think very positive feedback. Yeah, but they don't think it's a crappy camera. You think? You think so? I don't think they, anybody puts out things that they think that they know right. is crappy. No, you're, they you're think right. that, you know they totally. may be misguided yeah. or they may be wrong. 
Right. But they, I think everybody thinks they're doing the best they can. One thing I want to um, you know, lay on the table is that uh, both Nikon and Canon, I don't know how they're going to manage to not cannibalize their DSLR sales. Um, yeah. with, they have with to. These new they have to. Well, they have to. They may have to, but they probably don't want to. And it's going to right. be, you know, uh, tricky to come out with these cameras. That's why I don't think I don't think they're going to come out with full frame sensors. Uh, I think they'll still have smaller sensors. I mean, there might be a mix, but I don't think they'll only come out with full frame sensors because I think that's going to eat into their DSLR sales. And I don't know how they're going to manage that. Um, and I don't know how they're going to be live. Uh, both of these companies have to ha- walk two roads now. They're going to come out with a mirrorless, and who are they going to market that to? And they're going to have these DSLRs, and who are they going to market those to? And mm. so you know this. Well, I'm just that's going to be my like curiosity. Like Fuji has been only mirrorless now, so they you know they don't have to worry about cannibalizing any cells because that's what they are. And Olympus well, and you know uh, for see, the most part Sony. I, th- I think that uh, Canon is going to come out with the full frame, but I think the mount is not going to be an EF mount. So there you'd have people that could still use DSL- DSLRs with their lenses that they have, but then they'll have an adapter that you could use the EF lenses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that's the route that they're going to go. I think they have to do full frame. I really do. I mean, I could probably totally wrong, but I think they do have to do. Why full Why do you frame. think they have to? Why is that? What's the have? I just to feel part? because Sony. A lot of a lot of uh, photographers are switching to Sony, and they they're 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 taking their Canon L lenses, using them with the Metabones adapter. I mean, you see it all over YouTube. You or know, even the guys, cheaper Sigma adapter, which is really cheap yeah. and it works on these. Uh, so I mean, you know, most of these are pros that are doing this, you know. So I don't know. That's just my my thoughts. I think yeah, that's I what's going to yeah. happen. The, and you know, again, I'll stick with the smaller sensor just because of the price point. Um, yeah, so it's a lot cheaper to get into a system or to have a system with a smaller. But they have that already. Well, I mean, for the for the mirrorless, I mean, but the they do. They have they the M fifty and uh, the M five. They have the whole line already. They just. Are, no yeah. one is actually talking about it. You know what I mean? So, so they, they, they already have a mirrorless system. But so what are they going to come out with? And I mean, if they already have a mirrorless, that's the thing. Are, I think that they have to come out with something pro level, and they have to. Okay, mm. look, it's better that they eat themselves than someone eat them, right? I mean, because right now they're being eaten by by uh, Sony and by Fuji. Yeah, so true. those are the that's big true. dogs, right? Yep. Yep. Um, and so eventually they have to start eating themselves because if they don't, someone else will. Same thing with Nikon. Fair point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've, I've, I've considered selling my 5D. <laughs> Max is going to start <laughs> laughing now. <laughs> but I've, I've considered <laughs> selling that and oh. buying the A7 III and getting an adapter and using my lenses. I mean, uh, you know, I, I shot the eight, the first Sony A7 with an adapter and the Canon 17 to 40 lens. And, oh, I loved it. Hmm. I loved it, you know. Yeah. So just to, to go back, I mean, you know, listen, they're all cameras and use whatever camera you have. But I do love the uh, the electronic viewfinder. I wish, I'm, I'm in love you know. with it. Yeah, so I'm, I wish, I'm absolutely yeah. over the moon with it. <laughs> that's yeah, that's really, my I biggest mean, thing, you know. I'm thinking yeah. we all love that, right? We all, yeah. Except for Max shooting stars at night, but yeah, <laughs> 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 with those beautiful auroras that you get. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. I was going to we we were planning to go up, but decided to record the podcast. See the sacrifice. <laughs> oh, <I'm making>. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Um, curious to see so, what happens. What's that? No, I'm just curious to see what happens now. Now, yeah, uh, I, Antonio's I got me thinking. Maybe they're not going to do a full frame. But, you know. Well, now you got me thinking. It, <laughs> you got me the other way around. <laughs> you know, because Clay is right about about them being. You know, might as well eat themselves, and and that's yeah. true. And you know, just like uh, you know, if I if if I'm saying what happens comes to pass, that the mirrorless is the future. I think we're all sort of 
leaning in that way, that this transition is going to happen at one point or another for them anyway. So, you know, what difference does it make? I think, I, I really think right. that the future is mirrorless. Yeah. So, and you know, for all the thing, for all the reasons we mentioned, you know, um, and, uh, so yeah, go ahead, come out with uh, full frame sensors, come out with crop sensors, you know, um, cover all the, all the, uh, you know, price points because right. you're, you're going to have to, and you want to, they're basically, they're going to, they're going to compete with, now they're going to have to compete with Nikon, uh, not only Fuji, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Nikon's their big, comp- Canon's big competitor and vice versa. So they're going to have yeah. to come out with this, you know, guns blazing. And I'm just hoping that whatever they come out with is interesting. You know, if it's not just taking the regular DSLR camera and, you know, taking the mirror out. I mean, I, I don't know what those are, though. I mean, like, you know, well, what's interesting? I have no idea. You know, maybe the sensors are different. Maybe like, you know, Fuji's sensor with the X-Trans with a little, you know, mix up in the in the way the pixels, pixels yeah. look like, you know, that, that you know, you read online. Uh, how many photographers who are about my age or something like that are all saying the same thing? There's like, there's something tangible about the Fuji files that just, I can't <laughs> quite put my finger on it. I mean, I was about to no, write a blog. True. It is. I was about to write something yeah. about that. I'm like, I'm looking away. I'm like, wait, everybody else has written the same thing. I'm not gonna, like, <laughs> you know, we're all having See, midlife crises, right? And, every every time I shoot with that X Pro One, I say it's it's got the best image quality out of any yeah, of the Yeah, there's Fuji something cameras. about it. But so <laughs> I don't know what. Let's hope that that uh, Nikon and Canon find their you know voice and you know creativity with whatever they produce because it's going to be fun you know if these guys come out with the same old crap then pff, I'm I'm going to just yeah. you know shrug and say whatever but if they actually get me yeah. thinking about switching you know and I mean, that would be really kind of interesting you know yeah I'm always saying I'll never I, switch but I, I said I was never going to switch from Nikon so <laughs> I actually switched to Nikon from from Canon and uh, I'm very happy with that but uh Nikon as a company is bleeding money right now Canon is not um and we you know we we see companies get folded into other companies all the time I mean Hasselblad is owned by DJI now I mean I next thing you know DJI amazing. buys Nikon so oh my gosh. <laughs> need to figure something out now before that happens. Or even Fuji, actually. Fuji's doing great financially, so I could see Fuji actually buying Nikon. No, because Fuji's Fuji's uh, camera division is like, what, 5% of their income? Exactly. Really? They got all their stuff that they that they produce that uh, that make make the company money. So, yeah. the, so, so it's like the cameras are like the pet project of somebody. And they go, oh, let's, let's try this, see if it works. Oh, it works. Okay, let's make more money. Exactly. But it's funny. It's let's more, make more they, cameras. They may spend, you know, a little money, but that little money has gone a long way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's put them yeah. on the mark, you know, before they weren't quite, you know, competitive, competitive in the camera department. Yes, they had the medium formats and, and whatever. We're talking the film days. But now they're like the big boys they're or mm-hmm. they're one of the big boys you know and uh yeah so that small percentage of money that they they spend on it, it it's also put the name on everybody's tongue you know so mm-hmm. yeah i mean but that that's gotta be I worth th- something i think i think canon has a better chance uh at doing it right yeah, I, I right now o- only because nikon has been struggling lately financially yeah. and you know with uh mother nature some problems you know yeah. in the past and and they also have three uh, sensor formats you know they had that one inch sensor whatever cx uh format APS-C right. and full frame where canon only has two you know and uh well canon know, also has three. three they have the uh, 1.3 three. yeah the oh, aps h yeah but they don't, yeah. they don't, they don't yeah. do that anymore hmm. but you know That's actually good. actually i think it would be smart if they were to come out with an aps h for mirrorless actually that i yeah, mean that, that would, that be, would nice. be enough That's what a lot of people were thinking but i don't know i mean i would like it <laughs> I would too. You know? But you know what? What were the cameras that Nikon was making? They were 
not interchangeable lenses. It was like three different cameras. One had like a twenty four seventy. Remember they were going to come out with them? Oh, they looked yeah, really yeah. nice. I was yeah. excited for Nikon. I was like, wow, these look like really was that great the system cameras. that they met, they mentioned, and then they said it never came out and they canceled. Yeah. It? Yeah, I yeah. think yeah. I don't even remember what it is, the names of it, but yeah, I remember that big deal. Like, oh, we're gonna have these things, and like, nope, 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 nope. Like, yeah, I think that's when we had they had an earthquake or something. Uh, one of the factories had problems. It was about the same but, time they laid off a bunch of people too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what I, you know. I worry with Nikon. I, you know, and I, I please, I hope they do it. I hope they come out because I love Nikon. You know, I love all these companies, even Pentax. We haven't mentioned Pentax because I think <laughs> Pentax is one of these companies. And I think, I mean, again, another company that got folded into Ryko, right? I mean, yeah. but Pentax, you know, the, the latest DSLR they came out with. I mean, the images K1. I saw of that thing yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, had the, the, I had a K5. It was one of my favorite cameras. It was a, a beast, and you know, they're very underrated. Pentax, they put a lot of stuff in their cameras. Yeah, they do. That was they my first camera. A stuff. Long, long time ago. My first camera was a Pentax. My first uh, 35 millimeter, I should say. K1000 yeah. or? No, a Spotmatic. A Spotmatic. Yeah. It had a screw mount lens. And it had a the 50... M42 mount, I think. Um, I, I, don't remember, I, I don't remember it having a name back then. I just remember it was just, <laughs> it was just screwed in. <laughs> just screwed in. And I remember, I remember one time I had a 50 and I the first lens I bought after that was a 135 and i remember oh. it like slowly unscrewed over time and oh. then one time i was running with it and it and it just fell off the camera and i said oh. I'll, I'll never it didn't break though the lens was I mean, it was fine it got dented a little bit but it still worked fine but i was like i never want a lens uh, that screws on anymore <laughs> <I was like>. <laughs> <laughs> and then i just recently bought some russian lens the helios uh, for my Fuji, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's oh, a which is the same thing, the M42 mount, yeah. Yeah, it's a screw mount. I'm like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> is that that gold looking lens? No, it's like it's black. Oh, it's, right. it's black. It's black. It's, okay. It looks like a nothing lens, really. But I need to get a different kind of adapter for to get a certain look out of it. I just have one plain screw mount. Right. Yeah. So anyway, Pentax, Pentax would be kind of fun to see come back too. They're still around. Yeah. It's nice to see that. Yeah, the yeah, K1 then, is... but they they don't have anything mirrorless, and I mean, but Rico Rico has that. They did uh, have one. <laughs> Which it. one did they have? The ugliest camera made. No, I'm sorry, Pentax. The K01. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> look well, it oh. What is it? The, the Pentax? K01, I think. I think it was K01 or something. Actually, you know, Pentax also does have mirrorless, actually. They they also have the uh, Q system. <laughs> yeah, the Q system. Which is, uh, what is that, like 4X? Four, I four X. one of those. Yeah. Yeah, me, actually. I, I oh still my God, the, one of that those, Pentax. Actually. Oh, my God. And it came in that yellow color. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is nasty. Oh. That's a nasty looking camera. Yeah, it is nasty looking. <laughs> but it took the you know the the, the came out. So it was uh, I had when I had the K five. I bought that camera because my first mirrorless was the uh, the Olympus EP one. Mm. You know, I know that came out after the Panasonic. What was that? The GF one or the G one? GF one. The G one was the first one. Like G one was the first one. Yeah. And then Olympus came out, and I've always had a thing for Olympus. So uh, I got that camera, and I was like, oh, if that camera only had a viewfinder. And then when they had a viewfinder, I'm like, they'd only had a flip screen. <laughs> you know, the next thing and the next thing. Uh, so anyway, but I bought the I bought the uh, the K01 because it was so cheap. It was like what happened with the Canon EOSM when that first yeah, came yeah. out. It was overpriced, and then nobody bought it. So they they had like two hundred dollar. It was they were selling for like two hundred dollars with the lens. I was like, okay, and I bought wow. it. The same thing with the K01. They had the same deal. But I mean, functionally, it was a great camera. Ugly as anything, but <laughs> somebody wow. liked it. Supposedly, it was designed by some 
uh, I think it was, what was his name? It was Australian desire, uh, designer, mm. you know? So anyway, that was back in the day. They're going for pretty expensive on eBay. <laughs> really? Jeez. I should have kept mine. See? <laughs> Are they Yikes. hipsters want it now? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Cool. So, um, Lori, I hope this uh, episode that you inspired <laughs> gave you some food for thought. <laughs> Two hours worth. Yeah. Confused her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No. Right, better more information than too little. Was that? Is it better more information than too little information? So. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Right, cool. Any any final thoughts, Dominic? Uh final thoughts. If you if just get a camera that you that excites you and makes you want to shoot and handle it and if it feels good, go with it. <laughs> marry it. <laughs> marry it. Marinate it and marry it. Uh, <laughs> but if you go mirrorless, get extra batteries. That's my, oh yeah, my one Lots. suggestion. Get better, yeah. good uh, good lenses are more important than the body, as everyone has said. So think about that. But mirrorless is the future. So if you're just starting out and you're going to get into something, I would strongly suggest looking into any of the mirrorless cameras. Agreed. That's it, mm-hmm. Mac. I have a very simple, very simple <laughs> Shoot <advice>. film. <laughs> Just no, just go take pictures. Don't look at the cameras. The cameras are going to come and go. They're going to get better. They're going to get worse. They're going to be all kinds of things. Just go out and explore your world and take pictures. That's it. So you, you're unicorns and marshmallows <laughs> <laughs> and iPhones. Yeah. Hey, iPhones are yes, great for are. taking photos. Yeah, everybody yes, has them on them. You know? Exactly. So yeah, just the, the the whole idea is just go out and take pictures and pick the pick the tools that that, that will work for you essentially. So so you're saying just just keep clicking. Is that what you're saying? Just keep on clicking. <laughs> exactly. Where have I heard that Man, before? I love that. I mm-hmm. love that. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> it just works. Antonio, any any final thoughts, Antonio? Uh yeah, I was gonna I I was gonna say that uh, echo what Dominic and mac have said certainly but i also say you know thinking about mirrorless in the future and the fact that uh, they're going to be smaller cameras so they're going to be more likely that you will carry them around um mm. you know that's that's the one mm-hmm. one big advantage i think of a mirrorless system is that it's a much smaller camera and uh, and you're more likely to carry it and you can be able to do what mac is saying is go out and take pictures because i see all these people walking around with giant you know, cannons mm. and Nikons and whatever. And no. I'm like, you're really going to walk around with that all day with a Not bag full, bag full yeah. of lenses? I'm like, no, you know, like I, you know, I go to my class and I open up my little satchel and it literally is a little satchel and I pull out, you know, two cameras and a lens. I'm like, this is all I'm carrying. And, and it doesn't weigh, you know, it weighs as much as your camera there. I'm pointing to it, you know, <laughs> I can't even camera. So uh, <laughs> your back is going to be really, you know, um, very true. Very, very thankful. And yeah. if you, if you don't carry your camera with me with you, you're not going to be able to take those pictures. You know, you want to carry around with you all the time. So uh, yeah, mirrorless is going to be, I think, that camera that you're going to want in the future because mm-hmm. you'll actually take it with you someplace. So true. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. All right, guys, well said. And uh, I'll echo everything they said. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. Keep clicking. <laughs> Yes, keep clicking. Yeah. All right, you guys. So, shall we wrap it up? Yeah. All right, cool. Do- Dominic, uh, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you and, uh, you know, about episode 180. Where, is it 180? 185. No, 180. <laughs> what was that? One eighty. Oh, shorter time. <laughs> uh, you can find me. I'm really very sim- simple. I'm on Flickr. DJ Rock 66. Just look look me up there. That's 
were you were you a dj by the way uh, in the past no 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 this really my nephew is is uh dominic so i call him dominic jr (laughs) so so dj just came from we call him dj Uh so uh that's how it just came out dj rocks but i am i'm a musician so I don't know. Maybe that's some, something too. But that's where I am. I really don't. Uh, I've I've got some stuff on, on different sites, but I'm not a big, you, you know, Mac. You know that big social media guy. You know, I tinker sometimes, mm-hmm. but uh, that's where mm-hmm. I'm at. Cool, Mac. Uh, well, the easiest the easiest place to find me is at Mixmedia dot photography and it's spelled M I media dot photography and my other things is uh you can find me at uh, and sid at shutter time with sid and mac which is another podcast that we have mm-hmm. uh twitter is at mackleby but from shutter time and from my website you can uh, continue with our to bookface and to twitter and everywhere else and i think there's something about instagram or something i'm not <laughs> sure exactly but yeah everything if you if you go to mixedmedia.photography or to shutter time with sid, com, you'll find me from there you can follow me every, everywhere cool antonio yeah so i'm personally pretty much everywhere at uh, am rosario so on Twitter, AM Rosario, Flickr, AM Rosario, uh, Twitter, I said Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, Flickr, what else? 500 picks, any place. Just look for AM Rosario. AMRosario.com is my website. Mm-hmm. But I'm spending a lot more time with uh, part of Switch to Manual, Switch to Manual.com with our podcast, The uh, Street Shots, uh, Switch to Manual. So mm-hmm. check us out there. Tell us, tell us a little bit about that because I, I, Mac described his podcast last time and you, you tell us about, give us a little pitch. Little pitch, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll give you the. Well, let's see. Uh, the, my my partner Tom and I started it when we uh, kind of ended our um, our classes that we had. But the idea of our our uh, podcast was really just to have that kind of discussion that we would have after our classes, where we would go to a bar and hang out and talk photography. And so we kind of maintain uh, a bit of an educational part to it, um, but we like to interview other photographers and. Um, just talk about not so much the tech of photography, although we do a little bit of that, uh, but more about the hows and whys, uh, and the motivations behind taking pictures. So, uh, Mac's been on our show a few, few times, I think. Yeah. We have a couple of times. That was great. Yeah. We have a, we have a nice crossover between, uh, switch to manual and shutter Shutter time. time, Yeah. Yep. I think our first one was a mashup where we, we both did the same show. So it was one of their episodes and it was one of our episodes, which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I've gotten, uh, but lately my, our, my partner, Tom, uh, departed from the show, uh, as a regular host. Um, mm-hmm. so it's now I'm just, I'm holding the fort by myself. That was an, that was an emotional episode, by the way. I was in Amsterdam listening to that. Oh, thank Yeah, yeah it was. was. Yeah. It was very... Yeah. Yeah. Tom's Tom's a great guy. He used to live in my neighborhood and that's how we started Switch to Manual. Switch to Manual was his idea. So it was a, the idea that we would teach people how to use the manual settings on their camera and uh so that they would understand what their camera was doing. So we mm-hmm. really just carried that sort of moniker over to the podcast and uh, uh I think we've done I think we did well. I mean we're what are we at? We I still say we, you know, but uh, <laughs> Tom's always gonna be there, so you know, forgive mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Uh, just did our 72nd episode. So I think we're in for the long haul. Uh, Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hey, can I just say real quick, I just wanted to say thank you for including me in this chat with you guys. You all have wonderful shows. You do so much wonderful work with your shows. 
So I just I feel you have wonderful. Didn't you have wonderful flicker? I mean, oh, you if you want to see awesome birdie yeah, shots. <laughs> no, but listen seriously. I appreciate, I appreciate you guys it. having me on here, and it's it's an honor to to be on this show with you guys. I really, you guys really do good work. Thank you. Well, thank you. Just well, and I'm, I'm so happy that you came on. It was uh, great to having all of you guys on, and uh, I appreciate you guys taking the time to come chat. Thanks for about having me. Gear. It's my yeah. pleasure. Thank you. All right, cool. Yeah. And uh, you can find me everywhere at CW Daily. If it matters, I'm there. If it doesn't matter, I'm there. <laughs> 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 and the rest of the, the Cybercast crew, uh, Ty is at Ty09, Tosh is at Tosh Pollock, Dick is at Dick underscore Daily. And our Cybercast is at C-Y-B-R-C-A-S-T without the E because we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> and we're cheap. Cybercast.com. <laughs> oh, Cybercast at everywhere that matters. And if it doesn't matter, we're not there. <laughs> Ciao. Take care. Adios. Ciao, guys. Bye. Return to your regular scheduled programming. Thanks again, guys. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Oh, no problem. You're going to have fun yeah. editing this <laughs> monster. <laughs> I've never recorded we, a two are hour we still, show. Are we continuing recording? Then you guys want to do that? Uh, <laughs> the after show after show after dark i hate fuji no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, oh by the way mm-hmm. you know what's funny is i never realized that because like i'm telling you i put like one picture every few weeks on uh, twitter and instagram mm-hmm. but it's all dj rock 66 i just realized that now i went and looked at my twitter and my instagram <laughs> like at dj rock 66 everywhere that's how much i use it i don't even know so you're you're dj rock 66 everywhere that matters yeah i guess i guess i could say that (laughs) antonio you would you would have laughed at me the other day i had a (laughs) had the 5d mark 4 with the 150 to 600 lens around one shoulder and i had had the x-pro one in my other hand (laughs) then i had a little 35 millimeter uh rangefinder in my pocket (laughs) the roll of film in it and I was like, "Really? Why am I doing this?" <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know. I'm. I've gotten to that point now where, like, oh. if I just carry one camera around and one lens. I mean, I went to Greenwood Cemetery, which is in my neighborhood. I go, I go there a lot, and you see the pictures. And I went there a couple of weeks ago with a bag full. I like, I wanted to try out all my adapters with my Nikon lenses, right. and I ended up just leaving. What did I shoot with? I had a 300, my Nikon 300. I just left that on my, my Fuji. And and I was like, Jesus, I didn't even need to carry all these things with me. Liberating. You know, yeah. just the one, even though the 300 is heavy, I was like, right. that's all I needed. So, yeah, yeah. yeah you'll be a lot of ibuprofen. With me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. All right. Well, yeah. thanks a lot again, guys. Really appreciate this. Welcome. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was fun. You could talk for hours. Discussion. <laughs> oh yeah, we could we could go for another hour at least. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, guys. Cool. Well, hopefully, uh, I'll get you guys on again for another discussion next next oh, time. Great. Yeah, yeah. No, no, any time, man. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thanks for being flexible on the yeah, time. No, I appreciate I mean, you being. I know welcome. Mac is on it. Hmm? Max a different uh, Max at a different yeah, time yeah. zone. I, just, uh, yeah, thanks, I always Max. have to wake up my family to talk to Mac. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I kid. Yeah, yeah. It's late. Yeah. Usually later is better because we, like I said, we usually have 
dinner, dinner at around seven o'clock. So cool, mm. cool. We were watching Star Wars tonight. Oh, second yeah, half. Nice. Uh-huh. Well, because we were started at you know started the other day on the fourth. <laughs> May, May the fourth. And then, uh, yeah. Any, any you guys see Infinity War? Not yet. I need no, to see it. Don't yet. spoil. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm just. I'll, I'll tell you. It was really yeah. good. Was that's, it the best? Was it the best everybody of all? Everybody dies. Everybody dies. Was it the best? We you, <laughs> what the best of back. <laughs> the best oh of, God, of the Marvel films stuff. or the best Avengers film of the, the I guess the Avenger films. Uh, it was it yeah, the I'm best? I don't, I don't know. If it was the best? I don't know. What was the it's best? Up there. It's yeah. up there. Oh man, there's, there's so only been four, right? There's oh the Avengers, just the Avengers series. You mean? Yeah, there was the Avengers. Uh, was yeah, the Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Yeah. Civil I think War. The no. Civil was, War. The Civil yeah. War? No, that was Captain that was America. Captain, well, well, that was Captain technically America. both, wasn't it? Yeah. No, no, that was only Captain America. America. Okay. Okay. Captain America. Mm. Yeah. So I think this right. was the third Avengers movie where they were all mm-hmm. in it. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, what's really cool, and I'm not spoiling it because you know that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy in it. Yes, but, yes. Man, sure they really do a good job. I mean, it's just... <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, I like so, when they cross we'll over their own their own universes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, I gotta. That's my plan. I gotta go see that. Yeah, me, so. me too. I, I I actually have to watch Black Panther as well. I'm so behind on everything. Oh, yeah, I miss Black Panther. I don't know if it's still oh, there, but I don't want really a chance yeah. to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. As Marvel really knows what to do, and I'm always surprised that DC can't They're get their absolutely yeah. their heads out of their my, asses. My co-host on on Bubble Sword is, you know, we we are always fighting about this, but just the bat, the just the Superman is just horrendous. I'm sorry, just not good. <laughs> it, I I hoped it. I mean, I loved I loved so much the preview that they had mm-hmm. for it. It was just, I, I was magical, and then I was like. When I was seeing the movie, I'm like the movie is not, it's nothing, nothing like this. It's, it's nothing like the trailer. It's horrible. Yeah. And uh yeah. Yeah, it didn't have that magic that uh nope. Christopher Reeve brought to it. Yeah. You know, something. I was kinda of hoping they could get that back. Why couldn't they do like what they did with I mean you know, Dark Knight series was really was. good. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they it was a one time thing, you know, it's a trilogy and it and it started and stopped and it was yeah, I, I don't know about Affleck being that? Batman. I'm not not sold. No, I don't like yeah. him. Sorry, I'm still not convinced. But you know, what's funny. I just watched uh, what, what Batman was it with uh, uh, Michael Keaton? Oh, um, and Jack Nicholson, yeah. right? <laughs> the Penguins. <laughs> <laughs> it was Batman. The first that was, one. That was just called the I Batman. Think it was, yeah, Batman. I think so. it was called yeah. Batman. Yeah, I forgot about that movie. That was like. Like really eerie when you watch yeah. it again, Jack Nicholson in that movie. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen it. In the, I haven't seen it in a long, in a weird way because it was yeah. such a kooky, kind of you trippy. know, movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, Nicholson was good. Huh. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks again. All right, All right guys. All right. Alrighty. Okay. Yeah. Until next. next time. I guess. You betcha. Adios. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao, guys. Adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.